Okay. Great. What were you I know, to say I know. I was, I was trying to tell you something. This. I was, we should probably mention oh, that. Just sure. like a little break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can. Okay, That's thank fine. you. I wanted to check with you first. Uh, first, real quick, do you know the exact number of days since the last time we've posted something? <laughs> no. It's been a while, right? Yeah, it has been a while. It hasn't been more than 60, right? <laughs> I can find I out know, real quick. I know. I'll bring it up on my Here, while, while you're bringing it up, I'll do the official intro. Yes, please uh, do. My name's Eric. Oh, my name's Tex. And this, oh, no, wait, that's the wrong, is that the wrong thing? Here, wait, you guys, <laughs> guys, this is the podcast for two librarian geeks talk about the TV show Twin Peaks once every 20 or so weeks. Okay, the last episode of St. Peaks, y'all, was on July 29th. July 29th? That was that's quite a while ago. 729. Yeah, that's quite a while ago. So if you stuck with us, if you came back, yeah, you know what we re- we really appreciate. Our you. last episode was <laughs> the one with the the very wonderful voiced Jr. Yes, right? it was. Yeah. It was our season two finale. Yeah, that yeah. was the last episode. We we had Jr. come and guest. Yeah. We finally figured out how to do a long distance guest. I thought very, it sounded really nice. I thought it sounded great. It was a very exciting episode. And then you were probably like, "Where did those two yeah. crazy librarians go? Are they not going to?" watch that darn movie and the truth is guys we watched that darn we movie. watched that movie the <laughs> we just watched life it. life just happens sometimes i'm sure you guys uh, appreciate that i'm sure everyone's real busy um i knew we're not dad. the only ones yeah he doesn't have well, time to watch it's, movies it's not only like me being a dad but it's like i've been making a priority like for example remember we were going to try to record yesterday yes but plans came up to have dinner with a friend that i have not seen in a while so it was kind of like one of those balancing acts like yeah. we hang out and we're doing friend stuff and we do this cast together but it's hard to find time yeah you know man. and we just do this podcast for fun and for freezies so you've got it so you know if but, anyone oh, were oh we, what were you gonna say i was just gonna say but we finally did it we oh we did do it we i was did just it. i was just gonna say that if anyone if you happen to be on twitter and you want to know, because I think we do usually say, like, I think we mentioned we we're taking a break and all yeah. that. Uh, our Twitter handle is... At same team, y'all. Speaking of which, the other, if we have anyone that listens to, we do another podcast called the Same Team Y'all podcast. It's called Same Team Y'all. Uh, th- that's on a, what's our official terminology? Indefinite, Indefinite hiatus. hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone listens to that one, we very much appreciate it. Uh, that one's uh, on break seas. Uh, but this one's still ongoing. Uh, yeah. We're going to get to the end it's of this one. It's ongoing as long as Eric and I can find time to hang yeah. out and watch this TV show. Because it's getting a little more complicated now because we're getting to uh, uh, content oh that is not available on Netflix yeah. or any of the other streaming services. So we're going to have to, you're actually going to have to come over to my house alive. Which is fine, which is really yeah. cool. I'm actually and, excited. And also, we're getting to content which is no longer. Like, yeah. Family friendly. Because, well, because I've talked about this. Well, just real quick in case, if we have anyone listening that this is your first episode, thanks for joining us. Yeah. The real deal of the show is that Tess is a, a big fan of Twin Peaks, so she's had me watching the show with her. Each episode of the cast is one episode of the show of Twin Peaks, or in this case, a movie or some other material. Um, I'm consuming all of these things for the very first time, so if we have anyone that's watching the show and the movie and the other material along with us, thanks so much for taking this journey. And that's where we're at. Um, but I was just going to say that um, the Twin Peaks show, although you know it has grown up stuff in it, it's always been like syndicated tv <laughs> 1990s so it's not that it's bad. got content but it's like 90s tv content most yeah. of the scary stuff or really creepy stuff or stuff that wouldn't 
some people wouldn't think is appropriate for kids goes right over Freya's head. Like she doesn't, my daughter, she doesn't know that like if someone's hurting, like she doesn't really see that yet. She thinks they're doing something, you know, or she's just not that interested starting with this movie and going forward. I don't think I can watch it with her anymore. No, yeah. This movie. This oh boy. Was a, this was our rated movie content. It was. It and was. the return features like non-network TV content. Well, cause it's on so, Showtime. Yeah. 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 So, so. um, Eric, yeah, we just watched Fire Walk with Me. We did the movie we... Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me, a David Lynch and joint. Very exciting because this is the first time we watched something Twin Peaks together at all this whole That's time, true. right? Because we've always done them separately, but we decided this one we should watch together. I don't know why we oh because we thought it'd be easier for time because yes. it's such a long movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, and I would have to like borrow it from you and then it would be like a week later or more until we finally get to talk about it. So before we get into our commentary, I just want to address, we've got two emails that we received. Thank you so much for emailing us. If you want to email us, you can email samepeaksyall at gmail.com. If you want to, uh, to win our secret diaries. (laughs) Eric and I have secret diaries that are up for grabs. If you send us an email, you'll be entered to win. I am win. so sorry. I forgot about the contest. If you send us an email, each email, one per episode of the cast, um, gets you an entry into the uh, raffle, which we will do when we reach the very end, yeah. right? The very end of all Twin Peaks. And um, the winner will get our secret diaries, uh, i.e. the notes that Tess has been writing up for the past two years. Yeah. And a, what did we decide? An Amazon, Amazon gift, gift card. card. And, and a cool same peaks y'all pin for limit, you to wear. Limited edition because only Tess and I make them. <laughs> <laughs> Until so, I can teach Freya how to make buttons. <laughs> then you'll have her busting them out. Make more buttons, please. <laughs> so uh, we got an email from Guy Dudeman. Yay, oh, Guy Dudeman. Oh, Guy, you know what? I should actually <laughs> tell Guy a special thank you. So Guy has written us and performed intro music for our old podcast which i realized guy i should have told you that we were going on indefinite hiatus i don't think he's mad no i hope not i it's just hey it wasn't because of your music we love your music we love if we could just do a podcast where we just listen to guy dudeman's music i mean that podcast will never end he must do other things like mike must make more music well i heard tell that he might do a podcast i did i don't know if it's a secret though okay we won't but he might i do wonder if maybe guy dudeman's like uh, like a, he just listens to podcasts and then he enjoys them so much he then recommends his offers his professional services to oh. them. So maybe he's written a bunch he's of like other a things. He's yeah. like the Sherlock Holmes. He's like a superhero. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. You call him in when there's a cast that's good, but they needed a good intro. You call him in and he'll take care of it for you. Yeah, yeah. Guy Dudeman, if it if it is a secret, we won't talk about it. But Eric told me the idea for your podcast, yeah. and it sounds amazing. I don't know if it's a secret, and I just wanted to be respectful. But yeah, it's, we won't. It sounds great, is what it sounds great. Anyways, Guy Dudeman, he sent us a nice uh, email. He said that um, he was hyped to to hear the reactions to the finale in our last episode, but being able to witness your reaction to the Fire Walk With Me trailer in real time was priceless. That was a great idea from JR. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That trailer... And that movie. And he said, I'm embarrassed how giddy I got when you asked Eric what year it was and if he thought James was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he says, uh, uh, so great to have been able to witness this with you two for the whole run. Can't wait to hear what's next. And thank you so much, Guy, for listening. We also got an email from Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, 
Alex. What's up, Alex? Alex, um, the, the subject of this email, procrastinating again. <laughs> I don't know what Alex is procrastinating, but... Is that, is that what they're procrastinating? Yeah. They're, oh, I thought it was a reference to us no, not no, getting this episode out. they're procrastinating by writing us emails, which oh. I mean, we're happy to hear hey, from them anytime. take your time. It's okay. Um, Alex had a lot to say. Um, actually, Alex mentions that we should watch the movie Mulholland Drive. Uh, Guy also thought we should watch it. We didn't watch that movie. We watched the movie Twin Peaks. Is that Fire another with me. It's David another Lynch David Lynch joint. I, I gotta tell you, not to give things away for later in this episode, I was watch. So this is my first David Lynch movie, right? Because yeah, it's just uh-huh. been the TV show. Different flavor from the TV show. Very different flavor. You can kind of do more things in a movie. Yeah. Maybe I might watch more David Lynch movies. Maybe, we'll Maybe when we run out of Twin Peaks stuff, who knows? Um, or like little, like little um, interludes. Maybe. Anyway, they, they had a lot to say. Um, I'm some of it's like spoilery, so I'm not going to read all of it. But we really appreciate you sending us an email, Alex. Thank you so much. Um, Random question, Tess. Yeah. Is this a new clock? <laughs> in your in your in the corner of this room, is this a new clock? Yes. It is, isn't it? Okay, I'm sorry. And I literally took things out of the clock earlier, and I was like, why does this feel weird? Sorry. It's nice. Eric, my house is now the house with a clock in its walls. I it's, have a clock. D- does it run? Um, It does. I don't have it on, specifically because we're about to podcast. And oh, I it doesn't want tick it to very tick. loudly. It ticks and it chimes every 30 minutes, so I'm not turning it on. You, you know, no, that's good. <laughs> I should also mention, speaking of things that could be picked up on microphone, I don't know if you hear this. So I, you, you know this, Tess. I took a big nap before I came over here today, yeah. right? I took a nap. Yeah. So I, I had breakfast, but I took oh, a nap. are you hungry? I, I can eat afterwards, but I just want to tell everyone... If you hear like tummy noises, I thought I heard. Did, a tummy did you hear? Noise. Thank you. I realize it's picking up on the mic. That's just because I'm hungry. It's not because I'm gonna like throw up on you or anything. Do we like need that. to pause this real quick and no. give you a snack? No, no, I'll be okay. Are you sure? Yeah, okay. I am fine. This isn't like a beer situation. I'm, right. I'm for real fine. Okay. I just want to let everyone know, like, there's not like a bear growling behind <laughs> me. If you hear it, yeah, you probably heard it. Just my tummy going. Yeah. What's my tummy saying? Where my food? Where my, where my food at? Okay. So anyway, clock. It's more like food. Food. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. I've got a new clock. That's news. I'll tweet out a picture of my clock for everybody. Go, it's be- go follow us at same team, y'all, to see the clock. It's a nice looking clock. Anyways, um, Alex just wants to know, uh, looking forward to Fire Walk With Me episode. I hope Eric is okay. Are you, you okay? know what? I feel like I'm okay. It Good. helped. I think it helped. <laughs> I think it helped because we were kind of like, we were sitting and we were kind of talking a bit. So it helped. Yeah. And also it's one of those things that like, I, I don't know, even though really scary and kind of horrifying things are depicted, yes. it's also through like the, there's like a spirit inside a person's body and stuff right. like that, you know? Um, we'll get into that later, but I am You're doing... Okay. Okay. I think it would be different if I was watching it and then I saw like Freya like across the room. Because I was thinking, I was like, I did have moments where I was like, I got, I want to go home, I want to give my daughter the biggest hug in the whole world, you know. I'm never going to make her wash her hands. I'm never going to make her wash her hands ever again. Yeah, 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 I know. Um, Yeah, that movie. Oh, man. All right. So, 
how are we going to do this? We're going to talk about this movie. I took notes on this Did movie. Did you take notes page by page like page we do? Page by page. I so, took, mo- so I took we notes originally, on this movie. So would it work to go scene by scene? Let's just, let's just go. And it, you can it's, throw yeah, in whatever you have to say okay. when you have to say How it. many pages worth of notes do you have? One, two, three, Okay, I took notes, but Tess... <laughs> Read your notes to me. I Tess knows this. I am not a good note taker because when I write notes and things are <laughs> happening around me, I get very distracted. These these are all my notes. And a little bit is not a spoiler, but will come up later in the conversation. These are my notes. Meeting, cream corn, forgot, never hear. And that's here as in like, I never hear something apparently. Uh-huh. I have one more note saying, angel is the horse. Those are my notes. Nice. Those are my notes. Okay, so let's go scene by scene. And uh, friends, we don't know how long this will take. Maybe it'll take longer. Maybe it won't. We'll yeah, see, you I know? Think I'll try to shoot through them pretty Yeah, fast. that's okay. And we're just giving everyone a heads up in case, like, you listen to a podcast, I don't know, before your kiddos wake up or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we open. Um, it's Blue Static. Well, yes, yeah. we open and it's just blue static, which you were mentioning you liked the blue. Yeah. <laughs> I like the color blue. Also, it took me back to, and I don't know if this is, I don't think it's just a David Lynch thing. I think it's just how movies used to be. Mm-hmm. Credits were at the beginning, right? Yeah. At least a portion of them. I remember sitting through, I think last movie, I sat in the theater and had credits at the beginning. I could be wrong. I think it was like Signs with Mel Gibson. <laughs> and there's credits at the beginning and now it's at the end. No, We don't. Ain't nobody got time for that, you know? <laughs> I mean, a lot of times movies will show the names of the actors yeah. and, like, a few key parts of the production crew, but it's usually as something is going on. Yeah. So you're kind of distracted. There's, like, names on the bottom of the screen. It's, like, Chris Evans, and meanwhile, like, you know, Captain America is like, doing yeah. something. Yeah. So oh, that's not, a good point. You're not usually paying attention to it. I know it's kind of silly, but I think when they do it in video games, it gets me really excited, like, because then it feels more like a movie. Like, a lot of <laughs> video games now... Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Not, not a lot. Well, I, I Norman should, Reed. I shouldn't say a lot of video games, but I've definitely... Like, for example, I played a game, I'm playing a game now called Control, which I told you kind of makes me feel, think about Twin Peaks a bit, about how it's off. And, like, as you play, as you're controlling the character, there's, like, I guess voice actors, names that pop up. And then when you get through a certain point, it stops and the the title's, like, Control. Like, you played, like, the prelude. (laughs) It's really fun. It makes me feel like it's a movie type situation. Um, But the kind of the first uh, piece of action we see is um, uh, Chester Chet. Desmond. Chester Chet Desmond. Who is a FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gordon Cole, the great Gordon Cole, is calling him from Portland, Oregon and telling him he needs to come and report for duty. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he was busting in Fargo, North Dakota. Like, there was a school bus and yeah. there were kids screaming and they had guns on them. I have no idea what's going on, but I'd secretly like that to be another season of the show Fargo. <laughs> Do you think, uh, or it's like, like a whole season about Chet Desmond's investigation? I was thinking like the bus driver, the bus driver was involved with some bad stuff. Oh, maybe, maybe that's, that's what I was thinking. And the kids were just like, like hostages. I, I don't, don't know. know what was going I don't on. know, man. I it don't was know. crazy, but he gets uh, he gets on on a plane to Oregon. He lands. He's introduced to Sam Stanley. Mm-hmm. By the way. Chet Desmond is played by the musician Chris Isaac, which I don't think you know who that is, but he played he sang the song Wicked Game. I think that's his most popular ah, song. Ah, Wicked Game. How does that go, by the way? <laughs> no, I'm not going to try it. it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
Welcome to my wicked game. My game is very wicked. No one gonna win this wicked game. How close am I? I'm not close is it, at all. What's the genre of Your wicked ice game? Cold. What's the genre of wicked game? Ooh, that's a good question. So that way I can get closer. He's like a singer songwriter, and he sings like very like sensual songs wicked. about Welcome love. Welcome to my wicked game. <laughs> Making gonna love. get up in your wicked game. Ooh, that's a little closer. Score some points in your wicked game. <laughs> hey, gonna everyone wins the wicked game. <laughs> the, I have to tell our listeners, by the way, Tess and I, um, we haven't had a chance to hang out really since the last time we even recorded. Right? It's yeah, been, it's been we've a, seen each other at work a few times. Yeah, which yeah. is nice. But I mean, I feel like so if we're like longer and more tangenty <laughs> than usual, it's because we haven't hung out in a while. That's all. Yeah. We did. We had a very enjoyable tangent during the film where we discussed our ideas for a labyrinth sequel starring thought, Lady Gaga. I've thought a lot Jared. about this. All I know is that my ideas for a Lady Gaga movie are much better than my ideas for a Pretty Woman sequel. So, <laughs> okay, we should jump back to it. So Sam Stanley is played by Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Who's introduced to him. They're going to work on a case together. Um, then he's introduced to Lil. Such a great scene. Oh my goodness. <laughs> who comes up and does this essentially like an interpretive dance, uh, which is all code for yeah. like what's going on with the investigation. No, I, I really appreciate that. It was only a few minutes until they explained what was going on. <laughs> so great. That was such a great scene. Was it because they were thinking they were being bugged? Or, like, why would they do that? Like, or, I was thinking... I mean, yeah, you're thinking... Like, it's very sensitive like, knowledge, how so... Much, how much time does it take for Cole to just explain what's going on versus they just watch a, yeah, a dance? Yeah, I was thinking it's almost like it's so secretive mm. that they needed to do it so that it wasn't... Picked up. Yeah. Or, well, you know what? Is Should I... Let me ask you this, Tess. And we, we worked this Should I be putting a pin in this for mysteries? What are Maybe. we going to do? Or should we just do a conversation? I mean, it is. We can straight up say I'm that, worried that it if is we... mysterious, particularly the blue rose part of the What do they say about that blue rose? Well, because um, Sam is like, what the heck was going on with that lady doing that dance? And uh, and Chet is like explaining to him, okay, well, she had a like sour look on her face because the sheriff's department's real sour and she was she was walking in place because we're gonna have to do a lot of leg work and so all all the code and um and sam picked up on some of the code he's a smart cookie and he was like what about the blue rose she was wearing a blue Mm -hmm. rose on her lapel and uh chet's like i can't talk about that okay so i'm actually going to take notes today because i'm concerned (laughs) normally i tell you to put a pin in it yeah and then at the end i go back to mysteries i'm Uh worried if because the movie's long. I'm worried I'm not going to remember what my pins mean. So I'm actually doing that. <laughs> okay. Um, so we got the highlighter yeah, out. Yeah, the highlighter. I'm gonna now highlight. it's an official episode. Uh-huh. Highlight um, her <laughs> mo- her dancing kind yeah. of stuff and the Blue Rose, okay. please. Thank you very much. We are officially back in the swing. Back. We're running. We're back, brother. <laughs> took us 20 minutes, but we're doing it. <laughs> um, they go to the sheriff's office. The sher- the people at the sheriff's office are very unresponsive. They're very disrespectful. I think I said to you at that point in the movie, this is like the anti-Twin Peaks yeah. sheriff's, sheriff's office. And the sheriff is like the anti-Truman. What did, what did your husband brett say well i said i said he's like the anti-truman and brett was like oh you mean like he actually does his job and (laughs) solves crimes and i was like i didn't say it i was like damn you guys are so mean you know what right off the bat too like and we're just gonna move around with this i love that this movie takes place before 
and kind of, well, I guess it's mostly before, but kind of a little bit during, yes. too, because of dream time travel yeah. type stuff. It's really smart. And it actually makes me think of um, the way, uh, let me think. I'm sure there's other examples of this, but you ever see the 300 sequel? Right. <laughs> no. I think it's called, right? What is the, is it called 300 <laughs> Rise of the Spartans? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> anyway, the sequel's, I think it's pretty solid. I would watch a third one. But it takes place before... <laughs> And during and after the original, oh, three. it's it's actually really good. So you do see like I know tangents, guys. <laughs> you do see like King Leonidas, but he's not like a key player. So you, it almost like you know how this movie fills in the gaps, the stuff yeah. we kind of knew already. That's how that movie. So what is. you're saying is that movie was directly inspired by Twin Peaks Fire Walk with exactly, me. Awesome. especially the sexy bits. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are investigating the murder of Teresa Banks who we may remember that name was Mm -hmm. mentioned during the TV show Twin Peaks. Um, They go to do a little autopsy on her, and one of the things that Sam notices is she's missing a ring. We noticed that. She's also got a a letter underneath her fingernail, which mm-hmm. which Laura did and and various other people did. It, and it's been a while since I've watched any of the Twin Peaks stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. we only do it for the cast. Romy, what was the final thing that was spelled out? Do you remember? I don't think anything was. Spelled no, out. nothing ever was. No, but it was probably like on its way to being spelled yeah. out, but they stopped the killer yeah. in time, so we don't know what it was mm. trying to spell out. Yeah, at least okay. I don't think so. Jr. He can. Yeah, he'll come up behind me and be like, "Actually, he's behind you right now." Actually, <laughs> he's like, "Actually, you didn't know this, but," actually... and I'm like, "Oh my god, Jr. Why? Yeah, give us some inside skinny." Okay. Um, they go to Hap's Diner mm-hmm. because she worked there. Um, and the Hap's Diner is like the anti uh, double R diner. It's like a not not like a happy diner full of beautiful women serving you delicious pie. It's like. <laughs> Like, chain-smoking waitresses serving you stale coffee. Being belligerent. How about that one couple? Like, the older guy with the younger woman? What was We'll never get that story. We'll never know. I love that stuff. Like, David Lynch <laughs> does that sometimes where you just get, like, a little bit of a story, and then and then that's it. You know? I think that's really kind of clever to fill in the world. I was surprised how much of this movie, at least the beginning part, took place outside of Twin Peaks. Mm, yeah. with the, With murders pre-Laura because going in I didn't really know and that was really kind of cool because really in Twin Peaks it was what like a season and a half till we even left the town that's right Mm -hmm. that's right um he uh Desmond does talk to a a waitress there about Teresa apparently she was into cocaine um coca and she said that her left arm at one point she was like I didn't tell anybody this but I won't like three days before she died I think Uh, okay like her left arm highlight that arm please and I'm gonna try to take notes because remember I want to remember what I'm gonna tell you arm um and then we uh we head to her trailer she used to she lived in the fat trout trailer park which is managed by Carl Rod, who mm-hmm. is played by the great Harry Dean Stanton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he, they take him to her trailer. Desmond sees uh, a picture of her wearing the ring that must be missing. Uh, they're drinking coffee. Lots of coffee shock. Yeah. Um, he, then, like, warms up once they start getting coffee. Like, yeah. they're all happy now. <laughs> they're like, guys. He's like, we're friends now. And then there's some weird stuff that happens. There's like a lady. She's all like covered in soot. And she comes in with her cane. You remember that? I forgot about this And then we see like, there's just like 
zoom in on the power line. Yeah. Oh, and we did have a talk at one point because my husband said, uh, what's David Lynch's obsession with electricity? Yeah. And you said you had a theory about, <laughs> I do. about it. I don't know how true it is, but we've talked before in this cast about how David Lynch is a big practitioner of meditation. Yes. And I believe his particular type of meditation isn't... I. I David Lynch, if you're listening, tell me if you're wrong, but that he's he's repeating a mantra it's of a, types. A transcendental yeah. meditation yeah. typically uh, involves reciting a mantra. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I was just going to say, when I sit in silence, if you sit for long enough, you start to notice things that you typically don't. And one of those things, or you start to become aware of things more, and one of those things for me has always been, not strictly electricity, but I wonder if it's because of the time he spends meditating, he's more aware of the electricity around him and in the walls and stuff like that. I don't know. Just an idea. <laughs> I like just, that, though. Just an idea, you know? Become like aware that. of the things going on in the walls that you rarely think about, you know? I like that. But you use every day. Um, then they, they leave, but Desmond goes back to the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, but now he wants to see one of the deputies from the sheriff's department he wants to see his trailer yeah. and and carl takes him to the trailer and he finds her ring under the trailer and then fade to black meanwhile in philadelphia yeah born and raised <laughs> um this is now 30 minutes into the movie i i know Did that you, I, because yeah. cooper shows up and eric's like how long have we been yeah. watching this movie without Cooper? It was about 30 minutes. I gotta tell you, I like that, though. I think it's so nice because I try to put myself in the shoes of young JR, mm -hmm. right? You're walking into the theater. <laughs> and that it's like, you're like, what's going to happen? And I like that long tease we were, of like... We thought about JR a lot. Yeah. I'm, o I'm always thinking <laughs> we're about like, JR. We're in the art house theater with teenagers. With him. He's handing <laughs> me popcorn. Right <laughs> I'm giving him some Twizzlers. Um, but no, I, I, I made it, I, it, I likened it to like if you walked into Endgame, right? And then they really tease like, you're like 30 minutes until Cap even shows up. <laughs> I love that. I think that's really oh, cool. Can you imagine if David Lynch directed an avengers movie let me think about that <laughs> which Avengers? is it just avengers the next one i don't know man avengers it would probably be something like <laughs> i don't know avengers Le firewalk with avengers <laughs> the linoleum is cold <laughs> or something like that right i would love that actually you know what i'm gonna say right now he should direct the next doctor strange movie that's gonna be oh, trippy yeah, right that will be trippy. yeah would he do it, or is that, like, too, like, nah? He'd be like... I think he's too much of an artist. I'm an actual artist, damn it! <laughs> Marvel, take your money and shove it up your ass! <laughs> I'm going to meditate. How close am I to David Lynch right now? You're pretty close. I did an impression <laughs> What is it? Is it Kevin him. Feige? Who is that Disney? <laughs> yeah. Kevin Feige is an idiot! I will go make my movie now. Goodbye! How much money are you offering? Doesn't matter. Shut up. <laughs> when brett when brett asked me who's like what is, what is david lynch's obsession with electricity he was like i'd like to ask him and i said he would say yeah thank you the movie speaks for itself son <laughs> the avengers are paper dolls with no persona whatsoever <laughs> oh my god this is david lynch and you're listening to the twin peaks podcast 
That's not bad, right? We should ask him. <laughs> if he would do an intro for yeah. us. Okay, we'll ask him. Next time we see him. Why not? We're down <laughs> to one cast, so we got the time. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, we're in Philadelphia, and Cooper is there with Cole. Gordon Cole's there. Albert's there. And guess who else the is there? The whole gang is there. Guess da- who else David is there? David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie Wait, wait, is there. before you even get to it. <laughs> yeah. Coop is yes. doing this thing where he's looking on the camera. Well, Coop. He goes to Cole's <coughs> office and he's like, "On the, I, it's this specific day and I, I don't have the day written down at this specific time. And I was concerned about this day and time because I had a dream about it. And he goes out into the hallway and he looks up at the security camera and then he walks into the room where their security footage is. And he just keeps doing this. I guess he's expecting something to appear. change or something. And what he what ends up happening is he's looking at the camera, then he walks in, he sees himself on the camera, yeah. and he also sees David Bowie walking in behind him. Yeah. David Bowie plays the character. But it's not David Bowie. That's David Bowie. It's David Bowie playing a character. It's like David He's not like, Bowie. holy crap, it's David Bowie. As an actor, yeah. he's playing the role of Philip Jeffries, another FBI agent. Have we heard this name before? don't think that we have no quick question yeah. i don't know music stuff is david bowie already a big music star at this yes. time oh this is this is post labyrinth of course yes. he is Come on. <laughs> of course he is magic dance i mean come on fool Eric. Of no, course he he is. Is, he's a huge star yeah. at this point so um is he probably the biggest star in the movie yes so funny, right? You take your biggest star and you're like, it's okay. It's like David Bowie and then Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Those are the big That's stars so in your movie. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyways, Philip Jeffries arrives. It's played. He's played by David Bowie. He has a southern accent, an yeah. American southern accent. His accent was so good, it tricked me. Because at first I was like, is that David Bowie? And then he started talking and I said, that not, no, that's not David Bowie. And then I was like, wait. Was that David Bowie? It was David Bowie. Yeah. Um, and he's not going to talk about Judy. No. That's the first thing he says. Um, oh, what it, he also says at one point that we live inside a dream. Oh, boy. I, okay. And then as he's talking, you're getting these images. And I wrote down a few the of The first image is the man with the face with the mask with the pointed nose. Yes. And the stick coming out of the forehead, yeah. right? Yeah. And then there's, uh, we see the little man. Yeah. There's like a gathering in this yeah. like little room. The little man is there. Bob is but there. But it's not our regular room. It's a different room. No, it's like a different it's not room. The, You're right. It is not they, the red room. That's important. Yeah. It's a dark room. Could it be a black room? A black lodge? Let me ask you this. And I should ask you this at the beginning. Yeah, go ahead. How many of the mysteries of this movie? Yeah. Do you kind of have... I solved? Zero. <laughs> even after the return? Yeah. Okay, that, okay thank you. Because I, I didn't know if... Because I I don't know. Like, now we're kind of in new territory. I we are. Know. We are in new okay, territory. Okay, so we're... Are we... You and I are now on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I'm with you. Hold on one second. Time out. Yeah, you want to walk the dog? No, I haven't walked her yet, so if you want to take her out, go ahead. Okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> Time back in. That was, what's her name from R&R, Diana? Who is, what's her name? <laughs> that was Norma. That was Norma. <laughs> She's got to walk the dog. Every once in a while, actually once a day, she comes in and goes, everyone, 
last call for pie. I, uh, I <laughs> gotta, gotta take go it, like I gotta take care of this. That's important. The um, <laughs> where are we at? Oh, stuff in the the stuff in the room. So we got maybe this is a black lodge. We don't know. It's just a, there's a gathering of people. There's the, like I said, the little man is there. Bob is there. The cream corn kid is there. Are you so happy to see him? I I know. You've been searching. When for was him. the last episode we saw him? Like a long time, a long ago. time ago. And I've been talking about it forever. You have. Because I love. He the, made such an impression on you. He d- well, every day I have a can of cream corn for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and I have three at night. Um, and then there's, oh, and his grandmother is there too. Well, uh, Happy Gilmore's, them. Happy Gilmore's grandma. That's right. They yeah. were introduced to us in the TV show as the Tremonts, mm-hmm. Mrs. Tremont and her grandson. Um, but they have a different name later, which we'll get to very shortly. Um, so, so, and there's also a man with a beard. Can we we just, haven't seen him before, no? right? And his hands moving. Can like, I tell you my theory about the man with the beard? It's never been confirmed, right? No. Tell me it's the theory about the man confirmed. with the beard. I think that might be. Could it be? Could it be the log lady's husband? But then that would make him like an evil agent, wouldn't it? It it could be highlight dream for me before I forget dream the world is this a dream world? N- oh highlight said about highlight his how, idea that the world living in a dream. we're living in a dream yeah and then separate highlight this meeting okay okay thank you so much um I if you ask me is it possible I think anything yeah possible. anything's possible now right? um and then oh yep I hear she's Rosie. got a theory too. <laughs> She got something to say. She's like, no, that's not it. No! Let me tell you about the bearded man. Um, what makes you think that? I don't know. I'm just... Does I, she... Does her husband have a beard? Well, no, but did, wasn't he, like, he worked in the lumber industry, and he died in a fire, and this, like, this area is, like, real sooty and dark, and he's oh, got a long lumberjack beard. Once the fire burned his beard off, though, Tess. You ever think about that? You're right. It's definitely yeah. not him. Hopefully... Speaking of beard, I hope your husband finds a good beard moisturizer earlier when we were talking about that. <laughs> I don't want him to have an itchy face. Okay. Um, and then Philip disappears. And you know who else disappeared? Chet apparently yeah. disappeared. Yeah. They get a call that he's gone. Um, so Coop is sent to investigate. Wait, you, wait, halt. Before that even happens, yeah. Albert says Philip was never here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this he's is like, the... I called down to the front desk and he was never here, but they know he was there because he's on the security footage. He's on the security co- footage uh, walking past Coop in one of the things. What is going on? Um, I've got a theory about the security footage. Yeah. I've got a theory about security footage. And I've got a theory about where he is now, Philip. We so should if, we should also mention if you are, can highlight these for me, yes, please. Yes, yes. The people are um the I, people are gathered around a formica table. Oh we, yes, let's and, not forget that. And they mentioned Garmin Boja. Did you mean? Did yeah. you hear that? Yeah. Did they say that then too? They, when they referred, so there's cream corn. Yeah. And they call it Garmin Boja, but the, it's not corn. It's I think Garmin Boja. Is like the pain and suffering. It's like yeah. The Did they say it in that sorrow. scene? I think they say it later, but I just wanted to like put a pin in the Garmin. Boja. Did that not come up in the subtitles? Oh, did it? Uh, no, I don't think it did. Oh, in that okay. scene is what I'm saying. <laughs> Watching this movie with Do they call it that later? Because we're old people. They call it later? No. No, we <laughs> yes, do it so we can catch later, scenes. I and think. watching my subtitles helps me know names. Especially like because I'm watching Carnival Row right now. I'm like, what the hell's everyone's name? <laughs> Imogen, get out of here, Imogen. What's your name? Anyway, okay. Um, so Coop is sent to investigate. 
And he's walking around in the trailer park. Yeah. That's the first place he goes. And he's drawn to this one part of the trailer park. And Carl is like, uh, that's not where her trailer was. And that's not the trailer where your friend wa- was when you disappeared. And he's like, yeah, but whose trailer was here before? And he said it belonged to the Chalfonts, a grandmother and her mm-hmm. grandson. And it was owned by Chalfonts before then, too. It's just like a, it runs in their family or whatever. Which is a different name than what Which we had last time. It's a different name. But it's a different Chalfonts. town, too, right? Yeah, Not I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. That's different true. name, different town. Um, and then he sees Chet's car. It was there, and someone has written on the windshield, and I don't know, something red. Let's rock. Let's rock. I wouldn't you know have made the little that. Man I, I wouldn't have made that, that connection oh, if you okay. hadn't said it like yeah, that. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I saw it, I was like, and then Coop is talking to Diane. It was nice to see Coop talking to Diane. And then we get one year later, and we're in the town of Twin Peaks, and we see all of our friends. We see Laura and Donna. Donna's played by a new actress, but that's okay. Which we may know from something <laughs> nowadays. Oh. You Should we look, look it up? Let's we look can. Up. I feel like I know her. I was looking at her face. I was like, I feel like I know you, man. A friend of mine, we went up to, while you're looking this up, I'll tell yeah. you this quick story. I was hanging out with a friend yesterday that I haven't seen for probably a year or so. She's got a new boyfriend, right? Uh-huh. Her boyfriend looks like Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. <laughs> so much so that I thought I was on Impractical Jokers. It was amazing. No, but what's crazy, Amanda and my friend Allison, neither one of them saw it. I said, you guys kidding me? This guy looks like Gatto. <laughs> Uh, Myra Kelly is the name of the actress. Myra Kelly. She was on the TV show One Tree Hill. Did you watch mm, that? I never saw that. Looks like she was also in The West Wing. She was in The Lion King and The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. <laughs> she was in the, the original Lion King? Yeah. What voice was she? I don't know. Well, let's look it up. Maybe that's maybe I recognize her voice. Was she Nala? Um, was she Nala? <laughs> yes. I'm on IMDb. Hold on was a second. She... Wait, was she Nala? She was Nala. Ah! I bet that's it. I bet I heard her voice and thought I recognized her face, but she was Nala the whole time. Oh my gosh, mystery! That's amazing. You know what? Mystery solved. Don't need to highlight, Don't need that, to one. highlight that one. Mystery solved. It's like, um... Mystery solved, baby. Anyways, so uh, Donna and Laura, we got Mike and Bobby and James. There's a scene between James and Laura where they talk about turkeys. Yeah. And then he... Very erotic. Very erotic scene about with turkeys. And then... They carry it for so long. They she, do. she says, gobble, gobble, gobble. 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Then she has, like, a fight with Bobby, and they're doing some girl talk, and Donna obviously prefers James, yeah. which is funny because then Donna ends up with yeah. James later. Yeah, yeah. Um, Laura goes to write in her secret diary and notices that... Wait, did we skip over the sexy scene? Yeah, the turkey scene. Did you have something to say about that? No, 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 turkey... Wait, was that the turkey scene? That's the most sexy scene we've had so far. When she comes out in the towel... Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, never mind. And then we sex were a stuff little happens. confused by the, we were, like, we were, yeah, the, the we were diagnostics so... of, of like where she is in the school that she's wearing a towel and she's meeting up with James. We were like... so preoccupied by... <laughs> so Real quick, I told you my theory. I think, <laughs> she, I think they, were, they were in some kind of a... Um, they were in some kind of a, uh, like, boiler room or... or, or washing machine room or something that must be connected to the girl's locker room that she was able to come out 
That's. I just want to say that real quick because we were confused about it. You know, we were. We yeah, were. Yeah. We're also, we were also really confused why they kept talking about turkeys because gone like a turkey in the corn. Gone like a turkey in the not corn. Not a super like common phrase, but they went with it, man. Um, <laughs> so that secret diary. She notices her pages are torn out, so of course she runs to Harold. Yeah. And um, she tells him that Bob is the one who tore them out. And he's like, Bob doesn't exist. And she's like, Yeah, Bob exists. He's been having me since yeah. I was twelve years old. He comes in through my window. He wants to be me or kill me. And then she has this really creepy moment where she's like telling Harold, fire. Yeah, and her lips turn black and her teeth are yellow and her face is scary. And then he goes, but, 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 the the orchids, Laura. (laughs) Orchids are like ladies' lips, you know. (laughs) I I gotta go. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go rake my face. I gotta go rake my face. And do I do a pretty decent Harold? (laughs) That's very good, Harold. Hey, I'm Harold. Um, we see that ceiling fan. I know, right? <laughs> it was there. The it, was, it was waving at us. Coop has a feeling that the killer will strike again. Mm-hmm. And then he predicts several details. Albert of the case. puts him to the test, yeah. right? He's like, so tell me more. Tell yeah. me more. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, what's going on Is there? this back in Philadelphia? Yeah. So he basically, he was sent to go find them. Yeah. And then a year Look. later. And so he never he found them. He was sent them. to investigate the disappearance of Chet. And then. And Sam? Well, see, I don't think Sam went missing. I believe Kiefer Sam. Sutherland? Yeah, I believe Kiefer Sutherland's character. I believe he talked about taking the body back to Philadelphia oh. to do another autopsy. So I think he's probably safe. I don't think they were looking for him. They were looking for Chet. So Coop never found Chet. Guess not. And a whole year passed. So oh. he went, he looked, let's rock, <laughs> went back to Philadelphia, right? I mean, he probably spent looked some around more a little time bit more too, looked around, him. asked. Um, okay. Laura's trying to do the meals on wheels. Yep. She's putting the meals on her car and you, everything. You remember then... way back in the day, my theory was that there were like multiple Lauras. Because yeah. I was like, she's too busy. How's she doing all these things? And then this movie, was, this movie's like, I'm going to show you how she did all these things. She's she was, doing coke. She was just busy. She's she, having sex. She's having sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's doing the meals on wheels and she, uh, she, the, the child fonts appear to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give her a framed picture of a door and tell her to hang that in her her room that it would look great but not the little kid's got his mask on he does this is the first time because when we saw it earlier in the philip scene it was a grown man yeah right now it's a little kid with the mask there is a little kid with a mask and he took the mask he's off. got like a stick yeah, in his hand remember, and a stick coming out of his head remember too. when he took the mask off and there was a monkey on it oh yeah he took the mask off there was a monkey i got an idea about that monkey okay he took the mask Good. off this is back in the philip scene yeah right? he took the mask off there was a monkey under there <laughs> monkey under there and then now he took the mask off and it was just a little boy yeah. under there. is that the same little boy it is it's it's a great question i don't think that's the same little boy that was in the tv show mm. i don't mm. think it is i mm. i'll find out in the next episode Updates. we'll talk about it we'll talk so, about it. i don't i'm not sure it's the same okay. actor i look forward to it because the i think the actor in the tv show is actually david lynch's son oh um, i think in the movie it's a different kid but I will look it up and confirm for you. Sounds good. Updates. Updates. Um, uh, and the little kid tells her that um, that uh, beneath the fan, in the hiding place, yeah, is like she needs to go and investigate. That's so where she goes, and she finds Bob. Oh, and they also give her that 
framed photo. They gave her the photo. The photo yeah. of a door. And she's, they're like, hang this up. And she's like, okay. So she runs back to I her gotta house. I gotta do this, Donna. She runs back to She's like, I can't do the meals on wheels. Or I got, no, I, I gotta, gotta go. do this, Shelly. Shelly. Yeah, Shelly was there. She tells Shelly. So she runs back to her house. She goes up. She's under the fan in the hiding place. There's Bob. She runs from the house. Rosie runs in. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Rosie's like, this was, this one was so creepy. It really scared me, Mom. I didn't like it. Bob was there. She looking for her post-walk snack. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Rosie, lay down. Lay down. I would, I would bark like that, too, if I wanted my snack. There's a lot of excitement going on right now. Can you hear this? I apologize to our podcast listeners. <laughs> Rosie has a lot to say. <laughs> got a lot of places to be in my kitchen right now how many people you probably know this Tess what's the average what's the percentage of people that own a dog 50% maybe yeah Yeah. so 50% of our listeners know exactly they what's understand going on what's yeah, going you guys on. get it and to everyone else I mean you can imagine you've probably seen a dog before you know <laughs> I'll tweet out a picture of Rosie if you yeah. want to see her yeah Rosie's a real cutie did she now? enjoy her walk Thanks, Norma. Did you just say poop right away? <laughs> pooped right she away. Pooped right away. <laughs> so, you know, you probably do this with your daughter, where you yeah. like keep track of her movements. Oh. Do you? Do you guys like keep track? Like, did she pee today? Did she pooped. Oh, today? we do. Yeah, was yeah. Was it green? Yeah. Was it brown? A we little do, bit. We do the same thing. Oh. Rosie. Now that Freya's older, <laughs> we don't do the checking of like the type, unless it's like real like sick. Like mm-hmm. you can tell she had upset stomach. But we do kind of <laughs> keep track of like, oh, if she didn't poop in the morning, we know it's coming up. You know. Yeah. And just so we know to be like, hey, do you have to go? Let's go on the potty. Yeah, you know? Rosie's, uh, she's our daughter, so we yeah. keep, track of, yeah. keep track of the movements. Yeah. Um. So anyways, we have this creepy scene. She runs, she flees from the Thank house. Thank you. Goodbye, Shelly. She runs, she, she runs and she sees Bob. She runs out of the house. Yeah. And then who walks out of the house? The dad. Leland Palmer. Leland her Palmer. Father. And that's and when she realizes She that. realizes that Bob and her dad she's are like, one and the same. She's under a bush. And she she's leaves the picture out. under the bush. She she's like, I'm going to leave this here. She runs to Donna's house. She needs some comfort. She doesn't tell Donna what's going on, but she does receive some comfort from Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then they have the most awkward family dinner of all time. I got to tell you, like... The scene is uncomfortable. Out of the whole scene, and I know uh, the whole movie, and I know there's a lot of stuff, yeah. especially, you know, involving, let's say, her dad. Yeah. And he's been like raping her you know yeah. for years since she was yeah. 12 this scene was the most disturbing to me because like the others are like well there's also another part that's really scary too but this is the most like because the real scary things in life aren't big flashy explosions mm-hmm. right and things like it's like those little moments right and that's the one that felt like the most real like later you have a scene where he's running with them and they're tied up and they're like running through the woods that's scary yeah but that's like you know what i mean like this is like the day-to-day abuses yeah. you know yes. yeah and also... And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Go ahead. Shame on you, Sarah Palmer. Because she, she knew what was oh going God. on. Thank you for bringing Thank this you. up. Thank you. I'm going to say it right now because I've always wondered, like, how much does she know? How yes. much does she see? She knows. She knows. She should have been out of that house in a she heartbeat. She knows, but does she know to the extent? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do you mean does she know she if there's Bob in there? Bob? Him, it doesn't yeah. matter if she doesn't know there's a Bob. You see she that happening. She does stop him. She does say, like, don't do it. She doesn't like it. Good. And he does stop after Good. a little bit. 
She's trying. You're right. I think. She's You're trying. Right. You're right. It's hard. I mean, I don't know what it's like to live what with an he, abusive person. He's a lawyer, person. right? Yeah. So, and there's financial things we have to consider yeah, too. Yeah. Right? I don't yeah. know what that's like. I know that like a lot of women stay with their abusive yeah. husbands. Um, and stand by them even after they've done horrible things. I don't know what the psychology of yeah. that is. I, I, I am very fortunate to not have to deal with that, but I'm trying to have a little bit of sympathy for her. Um, because, like, I don't know. She obviously knows something's yeah. up. She, I don't know if she knows the extent. Like, we'll talk about this she, later. Yeah. Because it gets a little bit addressed later, and we'll talk about that. But, like, I do feel like she was trying to get him to stop. <laughs> But this isn't the first. Like this isn't tech. the first time, right? No, it can't be. No, there's no she way. She said this has been going on since she was twelve. Yeah, and we don't know. Like, does she know that he's just he's got temper? Does he know that her husband's raping her daughter? Well, and does also, she know he's got a spirit in him? Well, also, there's Leland seems to be, uh, you know, of like two different, oh, two different personalities in his body like there are moments where it's all bob and then yeah. it seems like there are moments where there where it's leland because like later in the evening leland is crying and he goes to laura and tells her that he loves her and i think in that moment it's you think, leland you think that was leland Ooh, what did you think well i, I thought i thought maybe he had a moment of self-reflection and he realized like oh man i was like i was such a d at dinner tonight that's, like, that's probably what they, that's probably what they were going for you know yeah. it's tough when i watched this it actually made me think a lot of not to get too real but like my dad was an alcoholic mm, and he struggled mm-hmm. and, and it is like i think in a lot of ways and i don't know if this david lynch is going for but that metaphor of like a spirit makes you someone else i mean when you're under the influence of whatever it is, you're another person. Mm-hmm. And when you're, like, Laura's in high school, but, you know, she's still a child, you know? And if you're in high school or younger, like, watching your parent, a person who's supposed to take care of you and, and supposed to keep you safe, become someone that you don't know who they are, even if they're not abusive, it's really scary, you know? So that I think this was, like, the toughest thing for me to watch, you know? Because I didn't know what was going to happen, you know? And so. then... So, what happens next? <laughs> what happens next? What happens next? Okay. Is this when the horse shows up? Because the horse does show up in this episode. <laughs> it does. This isn't yeah, it. Yeah, okay, okay. So, that picture of the door, she hangs it up on her wall. She's already got a picture on her wall, by the way. It's a very lovely picture of some angels. Yeah. But she puts nice. this picture of a door next to it. And then it kind of like, so she goes, she lays down, and I presume that she's dreaming about the door. And the door, like, becomes like an actual door, and we start to kind of travel through. through. the house. And it's black. Is this the black lot? Is this a door to the black lot? Maybe. Cooper is there with the little man. And the little man says that he is. Oh, wait, even before that, we see Cream Corn Kid. Is he there too? He's there and he snaps his fingers and the lights oh, come on, remember? Right. And then we see Coop and in the then, little man. Because then it's like yeah. the red room again. Mm-hmm. It goes black room, then red room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the little man says that he is the arm. Mm-hmm. And he makes a sound like this. And I make the sound. Go ahead and highlight. Um, he is the arm. Because I think that's the key to the whole thing. Ooh, that's okay. The key. I'm giving a little snip. He is the arm is the key to the whole shebang. And do me a favor and, and highlight that photo too, please. Okay. The photo of the door. You got it. Yeah, thank you, sister. Um, and Coop tells Laura, don't take the ring, Don't Laura. take the ring, yeah. Okay. 
Um, like he's commu- he at that point he starts talking to the camera, yeah, which is Laura. Which is Laura. We don't really realize that we are being Laura's perspective, right? Up until that moment. And then she's laying in bed, and she's laying next to Annie. Yeah. Annie Blackburn, yeah. who's all Heather Graham. Yeah, she's all beat up. She looks like she's been hurt. She's got blood on her, and she says, she says the good Dale is in the lodge and can't leave. Write it in your diary. The good Dale the is in the lodge. She also says, I've been with Dale and I've been with you. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the ring appears in Laura's hand. And then she gets up to, like, go out the door of her bedroom. When mm-hmm. she turns around, she's in the picture, like, mm-hmm. standing in the doorway in the picture. Mm-hmm. And... Then that kind of sequence sort of ends. Like, I guess she wakes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she sees... She, what thing I think is interesting is when she wakes up and has I'm what I'm presuming is a dead or really beat up Annie, right? Maybe that's what Annie looks like in the hospital at the end of the last mm-hmm. season, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Maybe she's that. Maybe she's not. She's not surprised at all to find this bloody woman in her bed. But then she gets really surprised and scared when she's gone. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. Like when she's gone, she was in, she was scared. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a. I mean, yeah, I could probably come up with something. But I think it's more of like they're they're, they're both victims together. Mm-hmm. I think is what they were saying. You know. Um, Leo gets a call from Bob. Oh, man, I can't believe we had to see Leo in this movie. His ponytail was exceptionally long in this episode. <laughs> Did you notice that it was longer than usual? Yes, he got a haircut before. Yeah, yeah, he must have been like, I'm going to cut this, and there we go. Leo gets a call from he Bobby. Probably, he probably gets Shelly to cut his ponytail. Probably. He's like, Shelly! Cut this. You better cut it right. Hit, that floor is so filthy, by the way. That house that they're living in is It's just, like a... It's what did I say? It's like, an, it's like an abandoned home. It really is. And like, he's like, this is how you have to scrub the floor. This is how you have to scrub the floor, Shelly. And it's like, the floor is like, if I was doing an open house and I was like checking it out, I'd be like, no, this house is too far gone. I don't, <laughs> care, if it's a, I don't care if it's a foreclosure. No. Um, and, oh, okay. And Bobby gets a call from Jacques Renault. Yeah, to see this Renault. lovely guy. Yeah. yeah. Donna comes to see Laura. Laura's going out. She's yeah. all dressed up, mm-hmm. ready to go. She goes to the roadhouse, and the log lady speaks to her. She puts her hands on. She puts her hands like her almost like she's yeah. got a fever, and she says some like encouraging words to her about like it's you know not too late to turn back. And, but like, then also like at a point like, it, like was it all innocence in jeopardy or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah, so Laura's crying. Yeah. She she's, feels it. Like, she kind of leaves she a, a, she's shuttered, listening. a shuttered breath. She's listening to Julie Cruz, who is singing in the roadhouse. We see that Donna has followed Laura here. Laura nods to Renault, and then some guys come over, mm-hmm. and they give her some money. And we realize that Laura is prostituting herself. Mm-hmm. And Donna... Wants to prove that she can hang. Yeah. So she comes over and she starts kissing on the guys and drinking They're doing shots like this really weird kind of creep. This another really like creepy, creepy scene. Like yeah. competition well, of like who can be it, sluttier. It's so interesting like... because we've talked about this before about who could be sluttier more. She's, <laughs> we've talked about this before in the show where like there's like the supernatural bad guys and villains in the show. Like Bob, mm-hmm. right? Or, or, or what's his name Wyndham Earl right mm-hmm. you know like these kind of like bigger than life but then really like Bobby's a real not a great guy Leo's Leo, not a guy. these yeah. guys and these guys aren't supernatural these are 
right down the street. You know what I mean? We go down to Anderson's bar. We don't know what we're going to find. You know what I mean? And that's what's really scary sometimes. Like this, this idea of like, there's these bigger, you might get stabbed 32 times or you might just be taken advantage of. And they're both evil situations, you know? So, so Laura's like, all right, Donna, if you want to go, let's go. And they head to this, like, I don't know. Is this like underneath they, the, no, this, this is another No, they location. go to Canada. Yes, it's another location. As we know, Twin Peaks is very close to the Canadian border. It's extremely co- close. Welcome to Canada. Canada is apparently just like this rave where people are half naked and and passing drinks around. It's, and It's got to be just like a drug-fueled like orgy yes yeah. that's what's going on yeah. that's what canada is at all yeah. times <laughs> yeah i mean um <laughs> that's what, the welcome there's something i was gonna say i lost it um just kidding to the fine folks of canada we know oh. that you're not you've we been know to canada before nice, wholesome people have you ever been to canada i have not been to canada i, I would love to go one i've day. been a few times uh it's always been and not for the cocaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been a few times and i've never seen a room like that before <laughs> um i was gonna go can you highlight just her prostituting herself yes. please laura i mean uh, yeah, just something I wanted to add near that. Not necessarily mystery, but just something else. Okay. And they get there, and stuff gets real. They're trading stuff bars. Gets real. They're, they're trading, trading beers. Drinks. Yeah, yeah, they're passing drinks around. Donna's is drugged. Yeah. Um, Ronette is there. Yeah. And 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 they're at Laura's happy to see Ronette. She's like, I haven't seen you since I got kicked out of One Eyed Jacks. The bottom said Ronette. Pulaski, right? Mm-hmm. Did she say that, or did that appear on the bottom? It just appeared yeah, on the I, bottom. By it's the way, like, that was. Let's remind everyone. Let's help Eric out. Yeah. Well, because it's been so long. Have have we even seen her face before? Run at? I think we have, but it was a long time ago. It's been a long time. So I really appreciated that. Um, And they get to talk in. They're talking. They're talking to Jacques about Teresa. They're like, you know, it's been a year since Teresa died. She was, uh, she was blackmailing somebody. And Jacques's like, oh yeah, I knew about that. She asked about your father's. And Laura's like, oh my God, she asked about my dad. Like, that's creepy. And then um, Laura sees Donna, and Donna is, she's like in the full throes of this orgy. She's like, she's half naked, she's drinking, she's making out with this guy. And Laura's like, oh no, I've got to save Donna. And she runs over there. Is this, we, we could talk about real talk here, right? We could, yeah, yeah. yeah so sure. this is a bit, this is the big orgy scene, right? Yes. You know, and most of it, I mean, don't get me wrong, everyone's very attractive. Most of it wasn't really doing too much for me. I mean, also, I'm hanging out with my friends. So, Everyone you know. is so attractive. Like Jacques Renault. I mean, like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but no one, no one's particularly my, uh, what's that, like body type that I'm uh, really that okay. into. But that scene where Laura points down and he goes that was pretty hot that's a hot scene that is a hot scene uh and most of i was like okay this is you know what's going on but that was something that was something that happened (laughs) but then she like leaves him she's like i gotta go so that one guy's like what's going on she sees donna and she's like no we gotta save donna she's like jacques help me get donna out of here and they get donna out and um they take her like all the way back home it's, I think, we talked about this a little bit, is that she got freaked out when she wore her clothes, because it was like, she's becoming Yeah, her. she starts yelling at her. She's like, never wear what I wear. I, she's... for a second, and I'm not going to highlight this, because I don't think it's true, for, for a hot minute, I thought that her clothing somehow made mm. her do these things. Because remember, later, um, well, later, in the past for us, but later for her, um, 
who is it? Donna puts her glasses on. Oh my god! Do you remember right. this? And becomes like Laura. Oh my god! Thank you. I forgot yeah. About that. And so then I was wondering, is there something <gasps> with the look at you? I know. This really. Thank I goodness mean, we do even this. Even if cast. it doesn't mean anything, yeah. like the fact that at some point in the past, in her past, yes. Laura told her, "Don't wear my stuff." And then later she does. And then later she just. And not goes only for that, it. but she becomes and starts acting starts like smoking. Laura. And, yeah. yeah. Is there something because there? Did we discover something? I just I love that because I. Obviously, in this moment, Laura realizes, like, oh, no, I have led Donna yeah. into this chair, into this, like, this nest of vipers, and I have to save mm-hmm. her. Because I don't want her to become like me. Like, I am obviously a lost cause, but she can still be saved. Yeah. And um, so she takes her. They go home. And then Leland comes to pick up. I'm sure he thinks, like, oh, they just had a fun sleepover. Yeah, they just had a party. <laughs> he comes to pick up Laura. They're going to go have breakfast with the mom. And meanwhile, there's this car driving behind them. Yeah. It's like this Swer- RV. Swerving around. Swerving all over the road. Pulls up alongside of them. And it's Mike. Yeah. Mike with all forgot- capital letters. I Mike, don't- who is missing an arm. Yeah. I had almost forgotten all about him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's yelling at Leland, and I don't know if you noticed this, but Laura was like, do you smell something burning? Are you kidding me? Of course yeah, I noticed that, it. yeah. But the engine really was beat up. It was, but, but I think... But we know that smell. Yeah, I yeah. think Leland was trying to kind of cover up for that smell, too. Yeah, he was like, I think um, the engine... Mike is yelling, there's a dog barking? Where the dog is coming from? Maybe the dog knows that when there are spirits. How many Ooh. dogs have we seen on this show? Not a I lot. I love that idea. Yeah, like because, Terminator. Yeah, remember? or like in any H.P. Lovecraft story, the dogs start going crazy yeah. before all the like stuff Like the dogs out. know like when there's something wrong. This is why I have know? a dog. Just you know? in case. <laughs> Just so if in case. I come by and Rosie starts losing her mind, you're like, uh-uh, Eric, you stay outside. <laughs> you've, been, you've obviously you been possessed outside. by an evil spirit. Clearly you've been a spirit. Um... Then Leland starts having these flashbacks to he and Teresa were involved with each other, Mm -hmm. um, and he asked Teresa to get her girlfriends for the next time that they were going to have a tryst, and when he showed up, he realized Laura was one of them, and then he chickened out, he left, which in that scene also, Cream Corn Kid shows up again. Yeah, Cream Um, Corn's jumping around, right? Yeah. I love his new mask, by the way. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. really nice. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, and Leland killed Teresa. Yeah. He's the one who killed her. And Does that happen in that scene? Yeah. Yeah. When they're having, they're, he keeps having these flashbacks. Like, oh, keeps, there's a. I keep thinking he left the uh, the mechanic, and he's still there. No, he's like still he, there. He hasn't yeah. left. He's having these flashbacks. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he must have gone there and had a moment of like lucidity where she was like, yeah. "Oh, this is. Oh, that's my daughter. I need right. to get out of here." Maybe you the know? the Leland part of him. The Leland and Bob part, like I think, sometimes gets all confused. But that part, Leland was had it more together. Yeah, and was able to get out of there. Um, and then we get this scene of Bobby and Laura in the woods. Hanging out in the woods. They're hanging out in the woods. They're both high, uh, or at least Laura is. Uh, it's the flashlight in the dark, which mm-hmm. always creeps me out. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy there who's got the cocaine. I guess Bobby was supposed to meet up with him to like pass off these drugs. But then the guy also has a gun, and yeah. Bobby has a gun. And Bobby shoots and kills this guy. He shoots him? Crazy. He shoots him in the head. Bobby is a murderer. Bobby's a murderer. We didn't know that, right? We did not know But that. we did know this guy was dead, right? Did we ever find this body I don't in Twin Peaks? remember this body. Didn't we find a body in the woods? There was a body in the woods, but I oh, think that it was, was someone, a Renault, It was someone it? that Leo had killed. Yeah. So this is a different body in the this woods. This is a different body. Okay. I didn't know if it linked. So yeah, we never knew about that. We found this one. 
We didn't know this. And we don't know That's why crazy. he pulled a gun at all, but he was just a bad guy. Yeah. He's probably going to kill Bobby and do some bad stuff to Laura, right? Yeah. And then... Bobby's a hero. <laughs> Bobby's a hero and a killer, and yeah. he's a multifaceted He can do a lot of things. He's got a lot of great business ideas for Ben, too. You, <laughs> you, know, can't, this man. you can't judge a person by one season of their life, Brett. Or uh, Eric. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you know that. Amanda. Um. Or Tess. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do that too. I call everyone in my everyone in my life, I call Amanda and Freya. Everyone I call Freya and Amanda. I feel, I feel glad that you said that because no. like, I, I was like, oh man. But then I was thinking the only person I usually ever talk yeah. to is Brett. So. No, it's perfectly normal. You know? Yeah. It's perfectly fine. Um, James confronts... Um, confronts uh laura he's like where were you last night we were supposed to get together i I forgot james was even a part of the picture (laughs) until that happened (laughs) but we know where she was she was with bobby killing a guy um and burying them in the woods and leland is like watching this exchange yeah um and then leland gives sarah some milk and then he goes and he turns on the ceiling fan Mm -hmm. and then the horse appears. But we know he drugged her, right? Yeah, because that's, the, what, we that's think. what the milk is. And is that when the horse appeared? Yeah. Did the horse appear last time she drank the milk? So. Because I remember the horse appearing. The horse did appear. Um, the horse appeared the night that he killed Maddie. Oh. But <coughs> you're not wrong. <coughs> Rosie's like, this is important. You gotta pay attention. Listen to, this. to me now. You're not wrong in that they may be related. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that Leland has been drugging Sarah yeah. so that he can rape his So she might be a little Laura. bit more confused about what's going on. Right. And so he may have very well have drugged her the night that he killed Maddie. Um, and so maybe the horse appears when Sarah is drugged. Is drugged. When, uh, I don't know. Do you like to drink milk? Sometimes. Do you ever drink a glass of milk? I mean, every once in a while, maybe. You ever, when you fill it up, you ever just do half a glass of milk? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, okay. So that's not you that don't. weird. No, I go. You thought that was weird. I go to the top. Yeah, I saw exactly <laughs> half, and I was like, oh, he trying to drug her. And my first thought, I was like, because you don't want to dilute the drugs. And I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. If anyone hands me half a glass of milk, I'm like, get out of get here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here with half a glass of milk. Yeah. You're get, obviously going to rape put, somebody. Put it up to the top. Yeah, I know. You're obviously going to rape somebody. Get out of here. <laughs> um... Yeah, Bob creeps in the window. So creepy. Just like she said, right? He's on top so of is, Laura. So that's, that's Leland. Yeah, well, he's on top of Laura, and he turns. He kind of like turns into Leland. Like, she can see him now for yeah, who he is. Yeah, the thing I'm always interested in is when he, because later, too, there's a lot of this where it flips from yes. Leland to, Bob. to Bob. And I always wonder, like, how much of that is actual, like, physical. Right, you know? or how much of it is, like, for us to yeah. see as an audience to I make think sense it, of it. Some of it might be physical, or at the very least, maybe not physical but when you look at Leland in the real world you literally see Bob because she didn't even know it was him right. you know she didn't know it was Leland yeah you know? um and then the next day Leland doesn't seem to remember mm-hmm. or does he mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know um James uh picks up Laura and this is kind of we're kind of getting to the point of the movie which is covered by the show. Yeah. Because when Coop shows up, he's learning all of these things that are happening right now in the yeah. movie. So James picks up Laura. Leland is watching them. He's I remember very... at this point, I was like, oh, 
have, did we seen this before? You know, yes. I feel like this is where it's starting to overlap a little yes, bit. Yes, yeah, because yeah. this is the scene where that James describes when he's being interrogated. Like, where? When did you see her last? He talks about, you know, well, I had her. She was with me on the motorcycle, and I stopped at the stoplight, and she ran off into the woods, and I don't know where mm-hmm. she went. She was talking crazy. She was telling me she loved me. She was screaming at me. But I pity you. I hate you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's also a scene where she gets. She looks really freaked out that there's something behind him. It's almost like she's having yeah. like a whole nother conversation in her head than what's happening um oh before that happens though did you notice that angel disappeared from her painting yeah yeah, yeah. okay put a pin in that should um, i do you want to highlight it? well because an angel shows up later in the movie i didn't catch it no, <laughs> what movie were you watching <laughs> <laughs> you were watching Endgame. I was, yeah, I was just watching Endgame on my phone the whole time. <laughs> um, so she meets up. She does. She when they stop at the stoplight, she runs off into yeah. the woods and she meets up with Jacques and Leo and Ronette. And and now we see again, like this is yeah. stuff that's come we out. We see in the, the bird. We see the scene. It's really we scary. See Laura getting tied. I highlight up. her um, when you said uh, when. When Laura sees something behind James that isn't there, and it seems okay. like she's having another conversation, go ahead and highlight that for me because okay. I, I do have something there. Cool, thank you. Yeah, and this, this is a real gross, scary scene, yeah, right? It's so gross and scary. Um, he doesn't kill Renault though; he just kicks him a couple times. Yeah, he just kind of attacks Renault, and then Leo gets freaked out and drives away. Yeah, he doesn't know what happened. He doesn't know, and then Leland drags them, Ronette and Laura, to the. They're train like running, car. scared. Yes. Tied up. Mike is also running through the woods. Yeah, how close is that train car to that cabin? I guess it's close enough. Okay. I mean, the cabin's in the woods. The train car is abandoned in the woods, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just saying, like, are they running miles through the woods? I don't know. They're on a cocaine, so maybe. I don't know. Oh, you you did watch The Boys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're on Compound V, and he's just like, I need to go. I need to go fast. I'm the fastest man in the world. Uh, He drags him to the train car, um, and Mike is also running. And then uh, we get this scene. I think I'm so glad that we watched this together because. I've always, I think this scene was so uncomfortable to watch mm-hmm. that the first time I watched the movie, or like in on previous viewings of the movie, I've never really paid that close of attention to it because I'm like, oh, this is so gross. Yeah, it feels yeah. So, like I kind of, I know you don't want to watch it that close, right? Like yeah. I know what's going on, and everyone, like everyone's lipstick is real smeared. Like yeah. it's really disturbing. It's a really yeah. disturbing yeah. scene. But I had not, kind of, I had not really picked up on this when she said earlier in the movie, and she said he wants to be me. Yeah. or kill me mm-hmm. and they bring out a mirror and like she looks in the mirror and sees bob and she's like no like she's fighting it she doesn't want bob to inhabit her um ronette is praying and then an angel appears mm-hmm. and then suddenly ronette's like she's not tied up anymore yes so she kind of pulls open the, the the door of the train and leland throws her out and mike is already <laughs> out there and Mike throws the ring in. The <gasps> ring. Yes, thank you. I know. I didn't forget about the ring. Thank you for reminding me. She's like, tell them about the ring. So he Mike, he throws the ring in. I don't know if you noticed this, too. The ring has the same symbol as the owl cave. Oh, I saw the symbol, yeah. but I didn't recognize it. Yeah. That so where ring did she is... get the ring from? From Mike. Mike threw it into the car. No, where, but where, did... where did it come from originally? That's what I mean. That's a great question. Who had it on? It was... 
Teresa had Teresa it on. had it on, and that's and the last. That's the first thing we know about it. Yeah, that's so the first Mike. Thing um, we know Bob could have given it to her, maybe. Yeah, or Mike gave it to her. It's some item. It's like an item of power or something. It is an know. item of power because when Laura puts it on, Leland has to kill her. Mm-hmm. He so Bob can't inhabit her apparently if she's wearing the ring. Yeah, like somehow the ring is a barrier, like it prevents yeah, people from inhabiting. Exactly, you. and so the only choice that Leland is slash Bob her. is left with is to kill her. Yeah. And then he takes her necklace. And remember, the necklace is important in the TV show. He wraps her in plastic. Obviously, it's yeah. important to the TV show. And then he goes to Glastonbury Grove mm-hmm. and enters the lodge. And Mike is there with the little man. Is the little man his arm? Who, Mike's arm? Yeah. Oh, because he says, He's I am the, the arm. arm. That's and Mike interesting. is missing an arm. Maybe. He cut off his arm because it was, like, doing bad things. Yeah, it was a bad thing. Maybe. I just, I'm curious. He's there, that. and Leland's, like, floating. Yes. And he's Leland's got all this floating. blood in him. Bob is also Give there. Give me all the Gorboslapas. They want the Garmambosia. So close. And... Whenever I have a salad, I say, can you put a little extra Garmambosia <laughs> on that? You know, that makes me, you know what that makes me think of. What does it make you think of? Garbanzo beans? Garbanzo. Yeah. Give me a little extra. I like it. When I go to a salad bar, I always want a little extra Garmambosia. extra Garmambosia. And, and. Makes the salad real sad tasting. And beets. I always put a little bit of sliced beets in my salad. So good. And then, um... And then there's that monkey again. Yeah, the, the monkey face. And it's a, is the monkey out from behind a mask? Or who, I don't know. Who, the monkey's just the there watching. The face is just there, and the face says Judy. And then, Do we know a Judy? Oh, Philip. Philip wasn't going to talk about Judy. <laughs> I forgot about Judy. Yeah, don't. We're not going to talk about her. We're not allowed to talk about Judy. We're not going to talk about her. Oh, oh my and goodness. Then we see, and then we see Laura and Cooper... And they're in the red room, yes. and the angel is there, mm-hmm. and it ends with Laura and her. Well, he's, she's... he's helping her pass. Right? Is that what's going on? I think on? that's exactly what it is. Like he's helping her pass. By the way, what Cooper like is how he this? helped Leland. I'm I, I don't know if this is important. It's probably not. But I noticed that Cooper's hair is different in this scene than it is. How different? It's because... Continuity error different? It might be a continuity error. But I I just wondered if maybe it means something. Because in the scenes where he's in Philadelphia, he's got a part... Born and raised. He's got a port in his hair. Uh He's got a part in his hair. Uh And on the TV show, he does not wear his hair with a part. He wears it slicked back. And in this scene, he's wearing it with his hair slicked back. It probably doesn't mean anything. I'm just pointing it out. I am bald. I don't know what parts are. What part of what does it... Like a part. So this is a part. Show me. Is that what? Oh, a line. The line. I've been yeah. calling those hairlines. It's no, that's the part in your oh, hair. You okay. can part it to the side. Today, my hair is parted in the middle. You could part. And in the TV show, in the scenes in Philadelphia, he's got a side part, which is unusual for him. In the hair, he in the in the TV show, he wears his hair slicked back. Uh, I'm just saying. We might be. Who knows? It yeah, might be. Might, might be, be nitpicking. But it but could, I was curious which, if that's. If it's like a time thing, if yeah. that, if maybe that's the good Cooper who's trapped in the lodge, well, who's trying to help her. I don't the, know. The thing is, we we know we've known before that Coop has interacted with Laura before through his dreams. Yes, where he dreams and he's connecting with her in what is his past, and she's connecting with him in what is her future, right? Or is it the other way around? It's her future. Fu- her oh, in her past. 
Well, it doesn't matter. They're connected yeah. somehow. Yeah. yeah, you're right. In his... Yeah. No, it would be his pet because she's dead already. And then her... Well, it doesn't matter. They but meet in a place. he's old in the vision. He is old, but it's still his past. Yeah. Because she's alive. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, what I'm saying is we don't know. We don't know. We don't know every dream that Coop has. You know is what I mean? a dream, you think? Well, not a dream, but like we don't know every dream slash visit to the lodge he's had. Right. So this could be one of them. Maybe he helps people pass. Maybe. And he's he's like, he's kind of comforting her. He's looking down on her with affection. Yes. And she's laughing and she's crying and and. And then the last, just the last image of the movie is her smiling. Yes. And that's the end of the movie. And then, if you stick around to the end of the credits. There's no after credits scene. The, the after credits you scene. Thanos. You see Thanos <laughs> putting on the Infinity Gauntlet. And it's. And you realize that it's all been a part of the Marvel Universe. It's been a part of the Marvel Universe the whole time. What would you do if today we and I know this I know this is going long, but this is a movie. What would you do if we we checked our phone and news and be like Disney, <laughs> Disney purchased rights to Twin Peaks. That would be insane. So crazy, right? Who else, is it? David Lynch owns them outright. I don't know. I don't How's that work? Right? I don't know. So interesting. Stop talking about crazy stuff that's never gonna Coop, happen. Coop shows up. I would. I was at my best way you introduce Twin Peaks to the the Marvel the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. is through Doctor Strange. That's the way you do it. You know? Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. That'd be killer. I okay. can imagine it. All right. Are you Oof. ready to talk about the many mysteries? I am. Look at all these mysteries for you and me. Okay, what do our highlights look like? I, I've been scribbling notes okay. like a note taker over here. First highlight I have. <laughs> I was just thinking about the first time I ever realized your note taking skills. <laughs> we, were, we were watching this demonstration of like a performer that could come to your library Um and uh, she was showing how she does these glass mosaics, and she was demonstrating how <laughs> how the glass will not cut the children's hands. Like the glass cutter and is was, safe, wouldn't yeah, cut a kid's hand. She was holding yeah, it up to yeah. a kid's hands, and, and I looked over <laughs> at Eric's notes, and it just said, "Cut the hand." <laughs> I, I have a very hard time with taking notes, man. <laughs> I just don't. It's just all mental power. Oh, no notes for me. Great. Anyways, our first our first highlight, our first mystery is Lil and her coded message and the blue rose. Okay, so remember how we asked about that? So I got, uh, okay, two things. Remember how we asked about why is she, why are they doing this type of me- sending a message? Are they being recorded? Right. What's going on? I think, I think Cole works with Lil. Okay. And I think they've developed a system of conveying messaging, uh, because, information because of his hearing loss. I think, yeah, because he can't be, it's probably much quicker for him to look at her and be like, okay, this is what the case is. Thank you. Wow. See you later. But it wasn't a demonstration for Cole. It was a demonstration for Chad. It wasn't, but maybe this is something she does with him routinely. Wow. Yeah. You I know? like that theory. Thank you. That's a, that's a, a, a 
that's a, a observation of a parent of a hard of hearing child, right? That was my first thought is that's an easier way for him to know what's going on. Then he might lose information too. So maybe right. that's a version of like his, almost like an interpreter kind of, you know, I like, like they have a way. Um, the blue rose, I yeah. think the blue rose denotes when there's spooky or creepy or unusual or coop type stuff. Gotcha. So, mm-hmm. All right. X-Files. <laughs> um, her, uh, Teresa's left arm going dead before she her died. Her arm went dead, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the little man is the arm. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, put a pin in that. Okay. Till later, till we get to later. Okay. Okay. Um, the security footage of Philip Jeffrey. I think that camera, so we don't know the story of Philip, right? Have we ever heard the name before? Nope, I don't we, think so. We don't know the story of Philip. All we know is that Coop had a dream and said this day is important. And then Philip showed up and we're assuming that Coop and, and Cole knew who he was, right? Some stuff happened and then he was never there. Don't talk about Judy. That's all we know, right? Yeah. I think that camera is motion activated. When okay. you come down the hallway, it's motion activated. Okay. And I think Coop was worried that Philip, when he came in, wouldn't be caught on camera. Oh, that's why he kept jumping in front mm-hmm. of it. So I think he came in. Why did it show him when he was not standing in the hall? He comes in to watch himself on uh, the security camera. No, but he walks past him. In he, the image, though. He does. Yeah. Wait, let's break this down. Let me think about this. In the image... Philip walks past him, but yeah. he's also looking at himself. In how, the hall. How could he be in the hall mm, and on the security there's camera? There's a one-second delay. Okay. I mean, that's that's very possible. Okay. There could be a one-second... He second... didn't see himself any of the other times he went in there, but... <gasps> Philip Gerard... Gerard? Philip... Philip Jeffries. Philip Jeffries. Thank you. It's okay because Philip Gerard was the shoe Thank salesman. Yeah. Mike Philip Jeffries somehow does weird stuff to electrical stuff, right? Okay. And Coop knows this. Electricity. Yeah, electricity. Including not triggering motion detecting stuff. Okay. And possibly causing a delay in other electronics. Thus, it caused a two-second delay where Coop was there. Who knows? I don't know. It could be a perspective thing, but I think that's what he was doing is triggering that motion detector. Okay, mm-hmm. so that they can catch him on camera. You've got it. Okay. Um, he mentioned that we live inside a dream. This is the key of it all. I think dream. the Bob, no, I think Bob, the little man, the giant... Whatever spirits in Philip Gerard, right? Because we never got that full name, did we? Mike. Or... Mike, thank yeah. you. Mike, cream corn kid, also cream corn man, <laughs> and possibly Happy Gilmore's grandma mm-hmm. are all parts of one creature. Oh, so the little man okay. is the arm. Ugh. Okay. I don't know. They're all different parts. Little old ladies, the something. Okay. The heart, maybe, because she's nice, or the something. Bob's like the. Oh, oh we someone sent some love and kindness. Someone sent us some love and Thank kindness. You. Thank you so much. Maybe was that was that um, David Lynch? He said, <laughs> "Am I onto it?" Bob is I don't know whatever part of the brain that goes nuts and rapes people. Phillips to something else, and I think they're all part of one massive giants to something else. Wisdom, maybe giants to wisdom, and they're part of one massive to us what Entity. would be a godlike being. And then that Coop visits their world through his dreams because our world is a dream to them. Okay. Case solved. <laughs> Solve it. It's all done. Um, you had uh, asked me to highlight the meeting. 
Yeah, oh, and the meetings like in like they're all together. The meeting, yeah, is like the lodge where it's it's a it's a realm of where we're not of a high enough understanding to understand what's going on. Okay, you know, like they know what's going on, but we don't. Bearded guy is a part of it too. And you had me highlight Philip. Was there anything else you wanted to say about Philip? Judy, right? Yeah, Judy. Well, we don't talk about Judy. I think Philip somehow got to see. If Coop is all about playing beyond the board, mm-hmm. I think Philip's been there before. Okay. And I think somehow, like, he's crossed over to, like, the other lodge, or maybe if the lodge is somewhere in the middle, past it, and the reason that he's not there anymore, and the reason, the reason he's not there anymore, and the reason that it was like he was never there is that he was, like, pulled right back in, like, out of our existence, okay. you know? Do you think that's where Chet is, too? Oh yeah, we didn't even get the Chet. No, Chet's just dead in the woods or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what happened to Chet. We right? don't know what happened. Chet, to... Chet probably like. There was a lot of animosity with that sheriff's department. I don't know what's going on there. He's gonna grab all their noses though. They're not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah, that was such a weird like scene. So anyway, that's what I think it okay. is. That's what I think is going on. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, the nap time. Well, this has been a long one. It's been a long it one. It's okay to take a nap. It's been okay to the take a nap. The picture of the door. Somehow the picture transports you to that place, mm-hmm. right? The That dark room that can also lead to the lodge or something, right? And it's a little... Happy Gilmore's mom gives it to her, right? Yeah. You know? Here's a question. Mm-hmm. If someone else took that picture, like yeah. let's say someone walked by and saw this picture of a door and hung it in their room. Would they be transferred would they go, there? What do you think? Or was it made Just for Laura. For Laura? What do you think? Don't know. It's a great question. Anyway, that's the question. <laughs> oh, cream corn kid. Yeah. I'm so happy he's back. <laughs> and I'm so happy that we saw him as cream corn man. He was my new, I would say my favorite new addition to the cast. When did we see him as a man? We saw him as a man in the Philip. In, in the room? Yeah. Was he a man he was a, I'm pretty sure he was a full on man. Oh, JR okay. let us know. He was a man. <laughs> Unless there's weird perspective or something. I'm I pre- thought he was still a boy. He was standing on a box. <laughs> he was standing on a bugs. I think he was a man. Oh, Because okay. his nose was longer. <laughs> Is he the... We the, could... You know what? The we dancing can... guy with the pointy nose? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Because it's the same mask. Oh. What well, are you thinking? I, I thought maybe there was just more than one mask. No, there's only one mask. <laughs> when he's little, he's got a little pointy nose and, and a stick. Older, when he's it gets bigger, oh. it's something that the other beings understand, but we do not. Okay. Yeah, I'm and to he go maybe with that. He, he maybe he deals with suffering because he handles the cream corn, which is the pain and suffering. The garbanzo. Yeah, the garbanzo beans. <laughs> I think it's something like that. I think we're really on to something here. You know. <laughs> I highlighted the arm. But I think you are. That's where I was going with it. Yeah, that's where I was going. That they're Um, all part of the same thing. Laura prostituting herself. Yeah, this is sad, right? Yeah, it's very sad. I think it's just two things. One, well, probably both, two things, and they're probably both tied to the same thing. Prostituting herself to get money to get the cocaine, right? Mm. And also, not just the cocaine, but prostituting herself, like, it's just to, like, numb that pain. Yeah, I think also she's only with Bobby for the cocaine at this point, too. Yeah. And um, I think she probably doesn't place the same emotional resonance on, resonance on sex as other people might do because she's been abused. Yeah. And it's so just like, it, it is, is what it is. It's yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, Laura freaked out in that scene with James. So I think 
there's more going on here than just her being murdered, right? Okay. Because what's the name of the other two women that we know Bob killed? Ronette? Ronette. No, he didn't kill Ronette. He killed Teresa. She showed up somewhere, though. Didn't Ronette show up? Laura and Ronette were in the the yeah, same car together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but didn't she didn't. Die. He Ronette. just beat her up. Yes. But she shows up in like episode one or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yes, okay. She does. So he doesn't kill Ronette. Who is? Oh, do you hear my tummy just? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my tummy's hungry. I'm about we need to, eat, to wrap this up. Eat this laptop. Oh, you said wrap. You know what has a great tropical smoothie? Yeah. You know that place down there? Yeah. You got a hummus wrap that oh, I'll kill him. Good. I'll kill a man for. <laughs> Um, where was I going? I was thinking about, uh, Laura I was thinking about out. hummus wraps. <laughs> Laura freaking out. Oh, what's the name of the people that he's killed that we Teresa know so far? Teresa. And Laura. He killed Laura. Maddie. He killed Maddie. No, before Laura. Um. I don't know who else he killed. But probably others, right? Because we know Coop's been on the case, yes. right? Did he kill, Wyndham Earl killed, what's her name? Who? The girl that Coop was in love with, Charlotte. Annie? Charlotte? Oh, the um, his wife? Yeah, what's okay. her name, Charlotte? I forget. Yeah. I don't anyway, you know who we don't see in the lodge? Who? The people Bob has killed. Oh, okay. Right? So I don't, I think it's more... Except for Laura. Thank you. Okay. Because something special is going on with Laura. It's more than just her being raped and killed. He's trying to become her, uh-huh. right? And I think what we're seeing is slowly not only her realizing that like her dad is Bob and that there's greater things going on, things that she can't understand. I think she's being like pulled into the lodge and like the gaps between the dream world, which is the lodge, which our world's a dream world to the residents of the lodge and the world beyond. There's a gap. The gaps between that and reality is starting to break down. So I think the thing she saw behind him was something that wasn't there in our reality, but was there in the lodge or in the place beyond the lodge. Beyond. Mm -hmm. I think that dark room. Well, I was going to say that dark room's past the lodge, but when she went into maybe okay the lodge connects our world to the other world okay. right and that dark room is a part of that other world so the question is how'd you get to the other world because then she went to the other world and went to the lodge the happy gomor's mom gave her a back door oh, into the lodge that's what the door was that's what the door is is a back door into that other world where they're hanging out and they're like partying down and all that stuff on the formica table on that formica table yeah yeah so that's what i think is what's going on oh man what a crazy movie that was that angel i forgot to light it oh you got something for the angel thanks thanks rosie for reminding me that i don't i think maybe you're right about the horse being about like she just sees a horse when she's drugged maybe i thought the horse was the angel because when there's a one scene where the angel appears it's floating and it's white like a white horse and it's (laughs) robe looks kind of like a horse for some reason i don't think that's true anymore but i do think the angel is a part of this other world crew you know like bob and all that is a good entity and i think it tried to intervene and she i mean she saved she did what's her name ronda's say ronette she saved her life right and i think she showed up and 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 kind of in a way stopped laura from being possessed by bob she stopped laura from being possessed and i think she pulled her into whatever that other world is or an afterlife she pulled her into something else and bob wanted to become her but couldn't and that's that i think anytime we ever see laura in the lodge i think it's like her past self in the lodge i think she got her like salvation like remember she said there's no angels in the end and the angel showed up yeah and gave her I don't know, like 
a, a static joy, you know, that you can't feel in in the mortal world. You know, she gave her the joy that we all feel like we should be able to have that we can't have. You know. You know what I mean? I do know. What you're and that's saying. the thing we all know. Like that's the thing we all. That's why like the Matrix is so good because we've <laughs> no. I, I know. I know. I know. Wait, we took a left turn there. By the way, it's coming back. I know. Yeah, Matrix but I mean that's why Matrix is so good because we've all experienced moments where we go, "This doesn't feel like the real world. It feels like, it feels like the the real world should be something different than what I feel." And then you feel it for little moments, but then it goes away. That was one heck of a movie. One heck of a movie. One heck of a... I gotta tell you, going in, I don't know if I expected that. I think I expected a bit, because I thought it'd be part prequel. And judging from the trailer, I knew it would kind of overlap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed how it filled in some of our gaps of knowledge. I think my favorite part was the the new content. Like, Well, um, let's save oh. that. Oh. Because we're not going to do quotable quotations. Thank you. Because we literally just watched this movie and started podcasting. We, we didn't, didn't have, have time, time to think about what it. What we are going to do is scenable scene-tations. <laughs> okay? Yes. Which is our favorite scene. Right? Yes. Welcome to scenable scene-tations. appearances the um so what is your favorite scene of this whole episode how many times have you watched this movie Tess? um i think this is my third time watching this third movie time? yeah super fan uh, well, no, I, mean, no, I don't I mean a question it's just i wouldn't say i'm a super yeah. fan i i think i have said know, that in the past you don't want to know how many times i've watched the matrix or <laughs> batman versus superman for that matter there's a time when batman versus superman came out the ultimate edition i just kept that sucker on loop I it's so called, stupid i have called myself a super fan no. i think i think what i'm trying to convey is just my deep you're a big my deep about, passionate love how do you like this weeks. name let's re let's rebrand you, you okay ready? so yeah, the super right. fan test yeah you're guiding fan test oh i'm guiding you guiding me and then later we guide others yeah i think i've watched the tv show twin peaks more than yeah. i watched this movie um just because this movie is a disturbing film when is the last time <laughs> you watched it before today Oh, it's been over a year. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. I don't think I realized that. I didn't know if you would watch it like, you know, every, no, every no. year on Twin Peaks Day you no, watch it. No, no, yeah. it's, it's been over a year since I watched it. Um, you know, now that we're hanging out, like, yeah. and we can hang out more like now because we're not yeah. doing that other podcast, we should watch the Matrix movies together. I think that's a good idea. Because I don't know if anyone heard, that Matrix is coming back, baby. <laughs> we need to catch up. Neo and Trinity, Neo and Trinity. Okay. Um, my favorite scenes, in this movie, I'm going scenes plural, is anything with Chet and Sam. Yeah. I just really, because you know we talk about like my favorite part of the show has got the like the coziness with the creepiness. Like there's all, and the cozy part of this is is definitely like Chet and Sam and Chet playing practical jokes on Sam and Sam just being like, oh shucks. That was kind of (laughs) cute when he asked him what time it was and it just showed that like Chet has like a knowledge of like your, um, uh, like you, you just uh, tricking the mind, right? Yeah. Into doing things that you're like, oh, I spilled burning coffee on my testicles. Ah, <laughs> you silly man, you. <laughs> it probably wasn't steaming yeah, hot yeah. coffee. Hopefully not. No, Hopefully not. no, that wasn't a great diet. It wasn't. It wasn't good and hot. No, no it wasn't. No. Um, but I, I enjoy those scenes. I like those actors. Um, the first thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. The first thirty minutes. I'm glad you brought that up because I think my favorite parts are the stuff that's new stuff to the movie. Okay. You know, 
Um, I don't mind. I I enjoyed the stuff where we got to see like our old pals again. Yes. But we didn't like. It wasn't like everyone. It wasn't like Big Ed was back right. and Ben was back, right. which is fine. But that first thirty minutes felt like it could have been an episode of the show, like a weird outlier. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes you have an episode where it's just like here's other characters, like yes. that season two of Stranger Things, yes. right? And I absolutely love that. And I, I do you have more for your favorite scene? No. Or? Go ahead. My favorite scene. What's his name? Philip, no. Philip Jeffries. J- David Bowie. David, David Bowie. Bowie's character. That yeah. whole thing yeah. with Coop in and out of the hallway, him coming in, and then it cuts to yes. like, it fades that, and then that weird scene, because I'm Iconic. a big... Iconic. I think, we'll have to check to see if that is a, a man on the box and not just a kid. I think it's a cream corn man. Okay. I think it is. I really do. I think it's... I, like, said, I think I was under the impression those were separate characters. The guy with the long nose and the cream corn kid were separate. But they both have long other. noses. Well, they they both have similar masks. But I thought they I thought they were separate masks. But I like your idea that the character with the long nose is, is older. Just, is just an evolution of the it's, cream it's corn like kid. It's like a, po- a Pokemon evolution. When you give him the Garbadoja stone, he evolves and becomes <laughs> cream corn man. Of course, he has increased cream corn stats. The um, but no, that whole scene was just really cool. And this idea that they are they are hanging out. We don't really know what's going on right. or what they're saying things to us that is 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 nonsense. But to them, it makes perfect sense. All of it makes perfect sense. I am surprised Giant didn't show up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, But who knows? Maybe Giant's the angel, too. We well, don't know. my theory is a little different from yours. Okay. In that I think that whatever's going on in that black area is bad. Oh. And the Giant doesn't strike me as a bad character. So I feel like... There might still be yet oh. another, yet another supernatural well, area in which the giant might. be. If we take the lodge idea, maybe that is the dark lodge. Well, there was a black lodge and a white yeah. lodge. Maybe there. this area is the black lodge. The um the red, room red room is, is like, like the connecting. Lodge. Yeah. And then in the white lodge, angel and giant. And the giant yeah. and whoever else is. I don't there. like the idea of the little man being bad, but he did. It did say let's rock. Oh he's creepy. God. You think so? I think he's creepy. It no. could be because he's talking backwards. And I think he's me a. Out. I think he's a charming fellow and a, <laughs> and a fantastic <laughs> dancer. <laughs> but no, that scene because I'm a big fan of, and I think having that face and it's a disturbing mask, right, with that yes. long nose. Is, I'm a big very fan of. Creepy. I haven't watched American Horror Story in a long time, but like that show is very good at just showing you an image and you just being like really disturbed and sometimes not even knowing why. Why does this face with the long nose yeah. disturb me? Yeah. And it's something underneath. And I that's just so good. And then when it's all done, they're like, he was never here. Okay, we're never gonna address this again. I'll see you later. Just like Cream Corn Kid, right? Like I love it when there's something really weird. And you're like, we're never gonna talk about this again. I'll see you later. Don't talk about Judy. So good. David Bowie showed up. David Bowie. He didn't sing. I thought he might sing. Oh. Yeah, it was a little bit of a waste. <laughs> they could have put in a musical number. That would have been really out of place, but we would have been we would, would have it, gone with it. Would it have been out of place? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you have your MVP of this episode of this movie lockdown? I think I do. Here, wait. Let me think of it in my head. Smoke clears. <laughs> and 
Your MVP emerges. Who is it, Eric? <laughs> I forgot we were doing the whole smoke <laughs> thing. Um, I want to say cream corn kid, but I know they can't remember. <laughs> I just love that new look. You know what I mean? And I was so happy he's back, but I'm not going to go with him. It's tough because this is a very, like, Laura-centric movie, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And although she was the one... It's always tough because when we talk about our MVPs, you kind of want to lean towards whoever you gets the most screen time, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm never giving it to Laura. I guess Laura's my MVP. I was also she going through Laura. some stuff, this, yeah. This movie's all about Laura. It's, it's a Laura movie, yeah, and you it know? Is, and it is, in a way, I guess, kind of like the redemption story of yeah. Laura, in that she's in this really dark place at the beginning of the movie, and in the end, we get this sense that she's being moved on to, mm-hmm. whether or not that's what's happening or not, that's the sense that you were left with and I was left with, that she's like moving on to a better place. What do we know? This is real random. What do we know about Coop's parents? You and I don't know anything about Coop's JR parents. JR probably knows something about Coop's parents. JR could probably tell Did us. Did he that recommend the, there's the a tapes? Book. Yeah. There's a book called, uh, uh, I think that. <laughs> you're you're my tummy. I know my stomach. Tummy my like, stomach's... I, your tummy's like, I read that book. My, it was good. <laughs> my stomach's so hungry. <laughs> we can all hear it on the mic. That's how. You know what, by the way? This, is a, uh, this episode is sponsored by Blue Yeti. Most powerful <laughs> microphone on the planet. It will pick up my stomach from three yards away. Um, there's a book I believe called the Autobiography of Dale. Cooper, yeah, I think, and we sh- we do not have a copy of that book. But we might be able to track it down. At we some should. Point. We've talked about. We've never done any of the books on the show before. But what, we've do you talked have, like, about a it. Theory about? I do. Coop, Coop's parents. Go yeah. Ahead. Okay. So. In 25 years, I'm going to tell you this theory. No, okay. okay. No, I'm I, I think I think one of Coop's parents is one of these other beings, I think. Whoa, Possibly what? the angel. I really do, because wow. he's he's in the middle, right? Yes. Like, he is a character that that is able to tra- travel to this world in his mind and in reality. So it's not just a dream, but in reality, he's able to travel there. And we know that he's able to see things, because in that place, time works differently right like the future and the past what does it even really mean anyway and i think that his parents one of his parents is one of uh these other worldly beings i think and i think it's probably the angel i think the angel's his mom i'm gonna say it right now okay yeah and i think his his dad was a human dad and i think he's part that's why he's often that's why he has like psychic visions i think that's why he can help people pass too you know yeah he helped leland too he did he helped leland yeah yeah that's what i think okay i'm sticking to it um eric how many fish in a percolator would you give this movie You'll never guess. <laughs> there is a fish in the percolator. I'm out of. I'm out of practice. I'm <laughs> That's out of okay. Pa- I'll give a solid five out of five fish. Oh, I really, nice. I really dug it. I liked it enough that I was like, I would watch, I would watch more David Lynch movies. Is what cool. I said. I do think it felt once we got to Laura like enough of like I feel like I've been there a little bit mm-hmm. already. Yes. Although we've never really hung out with Laura before. Right. So it was kind of nice where it filled in the gaps. I thought just the idea like the gaps between reality and this you know just things felt just weird enough that it was really exciting. I do think my favorite part was the OG content for this movie. Mm-hmm. So like Chet and Sam and 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 the cream corn man and the dark room <laughs> and all that stuff is my favorite. But I think there is enough that it kind of filled in the gaps a little bit. And to be honest, it's it's like a perfect kind of movie. Like it, well, 
well, I don't know if we have time for this, but I was going to say it ties it all the way back to the original episode. You mm-hmm. know, so if you're a fan of that show, now, real quick, oh, how many fish in a percolator would you give it? I gave it four. Four, four fish, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. just because it's not, like you said, it's not a movie I'm probably going to watch every year yeah. because I'm like, mm, do I really want to take that well, journey every year? I was, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, it's not like you're going to sit down. father abusing his child. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really dug it. Now, the thing is, I thought it was a great movie. And I thought it did a great job of exploring things that we kind of knew already, plus giving us a few new tidbits. Mm-hmm. Probably the most interest, interesting one for me was David Bowie and Judy. That's the most interesting thing of, of this whole movie to me. Now, the big question is, as far as moving things forward, because if I'm a fan sitting in a the theater and I go, oh man, I can't wait to watch this movie, I need to find out what happened to evil <laughs> Dale Cooper. You gotta wait. Oh, 25 years. You gotta wait 25 years. But you didn't know that at the time. No. JR didn't know that at the I time. I never. No thought, one knew that. I never thought that we would live in a world where Twin Peaks would return. Tess, when I go home, <laughs> I can not only watch a great show called Carnival Row starring Orlando Bloom, <laughs> but I can also, if I want to, watch a TV show based on Dark Crystal, a movie I watched when I was a kid. Yep. We are living in the most golden, golden of ages. It's the most golden. Like, everywhere I look, is it's sparkling. I'm blinded <laughs> by how beautiful it is. Um, yeah, so that, that mystery, like the moving forward, man, you got to wait. So the next thing that you and I are going to do... Yes. We're going to read the book, the sequel. Can you still hear my You're stomach? You're going to eat something. <laughs> yeah, my, my stomach is so hungry. Oh, I'm going to drive straight to Tropical Smoothie. Immediately Today's that. Sunday. They might be closed. What time do you think Tropical Smoothie oh, closes that's at? that's a good question. I, I know, know Chipotle's open to 10. <laughs> well, you can at least go there and get some food. Or you can order it, right? Can't you get that sent to your house? Oh, I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, We are going to read the book, The Secret History of Twin Peaks. Okay. I think it is important for you to read that book before we watch The Return. When did it come out? It came out, I want to say 2017, which is when The the Return happened as well. Mm, Do you want me to grab the book? I have it on yeah, my shelf. You here. know me. I want to know. I want to know. know exactly. I want to know exactly. I'm if look it up if right the here. movie, if the book comes out mid of the show? No, it came out before the show. And we know that for sure. <laughs> I yes. I'm I'm not getting very serious right now, Tess. <laughs> I know it for sure. I'm like as serious as a turkey lost <laughs> in, the, in corn. the corn. I'm as serious. If you bring a hammer. Um, okay. Okay. Here you go. I've got it. Bring a hammer. Secret okay. History of Twin Peaks was published in October 2016, several months before the debut of the new season of the series in May 2017. Okay, so give me one second. So yeah. I'm also, can you do me another favor? Yeah. Wait, actually, let me write this. My stomach. God, it is so loud right now. I'm so sorry. You know what? It's great podcasting. Just have people listen to my rumbling stomach. Do me a favor. So what are our dates? Give me the date of the book. October 18th, 2016. 2016. Uh, give me the date of the first episode of The Return. It's in May. I think there's a ghost in this house. Do you need to know the exact date? No, but May. May 2017. May 2017. And then if you can look up one more date for me. Okay. When was it first announced that Twin Peaks was coming back? Oh. Yeah, if you can look that one up for me. Not that that affects the show, but I want to be in like that perfect... I'm, I'm Tess. I'm sitting down. I love this show. I think it's cool. We'll never know what's oh. going on with Evil Dale Cooper. I want to know when and where, if you could give me those things. On October 6, 2014. Okay, perfect. Showtime announced. 2014. That it would, that would uh, 
have a return. Did they just announce it like online or at an event? They probably just, yeah, thank you. And listeners, we appreciate you listening. (laughs) It's been, I know it's been like an hour and 40 minutes you guys listen to us, but this is us. This is important to me. I want to set up the timeline so I can relive this. I know we're librarians. Math isn't our thing, but. October 26th, or October 6th, 2014, Showtime announced that it would air a, oh, a nine episode miniseries, which is not what we got. We got more, right? We got more than that. We got an 18 Showtime announced that we would get nine. And then, oh, then in 2015, Lynch expressed doubts about the production due to complications. Oh, well, but but we know that worked out. But then in May 2015, he confirmed that he would direct and that there would be more episodes than originally announced. Do me one more favor. Yes. I know I'm giving you all kinds of <laughs> When did the movie come out? Oh, Fire Walk With Me? Yeah. Okay. And then the one last thing I'm going to do is the, the time between the movie and that announcement. That's the last thing I'm going to do. 1992 is when So Fire we, Walk we just watched Twin Peaks. We saw Evil Dale or Dark Dale or whatever I was saying, Other Dale. Other Dale was, no, in, uh, yeah, in the show. In the, in the finale. Where's Annie? Yeah. Where's Annie? Yeah. Remember that? And then we were like, oh, How's man. How's Annie? I How's Annie? Annie? I can't wait to watch this movie because I can't wait to find out what's going on with Annie. And I can't wait to find, you know what? I really can't wait. I can't wait to find out what's happening to Ben. I can't wait to find out if Big Ed and, and Norma ever ended up. I can't wait to find out what happened to Shelly. And you go into the movie <laughs> and you got this, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. So, so when did the movie come out again? 1990. 1992. 1992. Okay, 1992. August 28th, 1992. 1992 to 2014. What is that math at the top of our heads? Um, I you, don't you, do math. You can use your calculator if you want. You can use your calculator. Okay, yeah. you want to know how, <laughs> ma- how many years passed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Apparently, I haven't used my calculator on my phone in so long, it has to reinstall itself, so I cannot tell you. Wait, Amanda sent me a message. What did she say? <laughs> Oh, you guys can come by and have cupcakes at our house if you want to okay. us later. Okay. So anyway, it's it's been some time is what yeah, we're saying. And you're time. sitting around. When did you first watch Twin Peaks and become a fan? Oh, um, I don't remember. Before that announcement, yeah, for sure. Yeah, way, way before the okay, announcement. Okay, now you're sitting down. Is this, let's see, 2014. Yeah, you've got a smartphone in your pocket. You open it up. Twin Peaks News says... Twin Peaks is coming back. Showtime just announced it. And I'm like... And what do you say? Yes, That's not happening. Is that your first thought? Is that your first thought? <laughs> yeah. What's higher? Probably your... What was, what was higher for you? Um, when they announced that Twin Peaks is coming back or when they announced Matrix is coming back? Probably Twin Peaks for That's you? Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. So the next thing we've got is we go our lives for, for 20-something years. It's announced. We get excited. We've been we've been talking about our theories about Evil Cooper with our friend Jr. and all that. We've been talking about all this. What does the horse mean? What does the angel mean? What's going on? Who raped who? What's happening? And then they also announced probably the book's coming out. Yes. And then we're we're primed and ready for this show that's going to come out in May 2017. I'll tell you what happened to me. Yeah, what happened my to you? Personal Give story, me your personal story. My personal story was that um, I was hearing all of these rumblings about the return of Wait, Twin were you Peaks. hearing my rumblings? <laughs> my tummy your, rumblings. Your tummy was telling me, <laughs> did you hear Showtime is bringing back Twin Peaks? Showtime! And, like, and I was like, that's not really happening. And yeah, then, give me the roller coaster. And then the secret history of Twin Peaks showed up in my library. 
And I was like, oh my god! I was like, why did they? This is amazing. I love this book, but like, why? Why are they putting out this book now? And then I started like googling, and it was like, yeah, no, for real. Here's like production pictures, and Kyle MacLachlan's back. Wait, wait, spoiler alert! Real quick, spoiler alert. Do me a real favor. Explain the secret histories of Twin Peaks. I didn't realize it was a production book. No. The Secret History of Twin Peaks. Yeah, is what a, is it? It's a it's a book. Wait, wait, wait. Don't say anything. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Well, you can keep saying stuff. It's a book. But don't, no, don't describe the book. I'm going to I'm gonna read the, the, the synopsis of the book and <laughs> oh, see what okay. it tells me is what I'm saying. Oh, so I you, thought you wanted me to book talk this book to you. No, That's I want to go job. in. You know my Yeah, I know. I know. Librarian, <laughs> knock it off. Secret. History. Secret Life of Pets? No. <laughs> Secret History. Of the Mongols, no. Secret history of witches. <laughs> Secret history of how quick. Secret history of the pink carnation. I put in T. So much love. Secret history. If you put in secret history of T, autocorrects the Twin Peaks. There it is. I'm always interested how far it goes. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Go well, ahead. You read it already. But yeah, I've read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just interested. I've in read that. it. I've also listened to the audiobook. <laughs> Who does the audio? It's a full cast production, including Whoa! many, including many cast members from. Would the you TV recommend show. the audiobook? Yes, it's good. Should I, it? Okay. I don't know where you can find it. I listen to it on CD, but it's probably been weeded. Oh, okay. You ready? Yeah. Um, not eligible for Amazon Prime. Uh, from the co-creator of the Landmark series, the story millions of fans have been waiting to get their hands on for 25 long years. And, and I know you're probably like, why is he talking about that? This is important in case we do have anyone going on this journey with us. The yeah. book is called The Secret History of Twin Peaks by Mark Frost. Mm-hmm. The Secret History of Twin Peaks enlarges the world of the original series, placing the unexplained phenomena that unfolded there into a vastly layered, wide-ranging history, beginning with the journals of Lewis and Clark and ending with the shocking events that closed the finale. The perfect way to get in the mood for the upcoming Showtime series. How many stars does it have? <laughs> I gave it five stars. <laughs> it has four and a half stars. Hey, that's pretty solid. that's pretty good. That's really good. The first comment. What's the first comment say? Um, let's uh, do, let's do actually, we're going to do the most, does what it do you, say, does it say first? We're going to do most recent, most recent, most recent comment, most oh, no. recent comment. It's going to be something bad in it. Uh, this is August 27th, 2019. <laughs> is this on the Amazon listing? Amazon okay. listing. <laughs> Two out of five stars. Uh-huh. What's the, what's the, the Cool title? book, but poorly shipped. It made a great gift minus the damaged binding. Oh. Would have returned to exchange for another, but time did not allow you know what? We both know that's not a really good review no, because that's right. more of a review of the shipping process. Yeah, it's of the like. Okay. But so don't that... don't get too far in there because I, I know want, I know I don't I know, want any spoilers. Right. Oh oh god oh oh okay I'm all done looking okay okay I'm all done okay so guys everyone that's our next step so I need to check it out from the library right yeah yeah or if it's not the library you can check out my personal copy right I now let you borrow it I'm yeah. riding the Twin Peaks high okay you know what that means I'm gonna have to abandon. The Night Circus. Oh, are you reading the Night Circus? Right yeah, now? remember we can were talking about it? it, and then watch, and then read the secret. Or as I like to call it, Night Circus, who can abuse their child more? The contest. I the... call it. I call it the Night Circus Magic A Hole. <laughs> it's um, a great book. I'm Anyone not, is listening? I actually probably need to take a break from it because it's been like a couple weeks since I've been able to pick it up. Okay. So I'm riding the Twin Peaks high right All now. Right, I gave this movie you. five fish. In a you percolator. Stay right here. I'm gonna get it just so you can flip through it because it's a it's a, Ooh, it's a okay. very visually stimulating. You do book. notice you know how much darker it's gotten as we've been recording. Like it, it's getting it's getting real spooky up in here. I, I don't know. Um, 
listeners, uh, we have to, I, I really appreciate you guys sticking with us because I know this has been a long episode, but it's been, it's a long movie and we were on a long break. So we really appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, our email, if you would like to email just while Tess is getting that book, I'll fill you guys in is same peaks y'all Y A L L at gmail.com Tess mans the email so she uh you don't have to worry about spoilers she'll be happy to read them and she reads each and every email uh a reminder each email in per episode of the cast gets you an entry into our uh when the secret diaries of Tess and Eric oh god this is a beautiful book look at this book. I see... wait wait Ooh, okay look look... all the different pages <gasps> you know what it makes me like there's like give me give me give me give me wait stuff. did I buy this book did you buy this book I don't know. This is this is my copy. That Did I buy this book? I got this book from the That's, library. You sound like sale. a maniac now. Did you I do? Uh, I bought a Twin Peaks book. Remember from the book sale? Was it this one or the Final Dossier? I thought it was fun. No, maybe it is this one. No, no, no. I think it's Final Dossier. Final Dossier has the big pyramid on the front, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay oh okay this is great so you would rec- well no matter what i would want to read it first because yes. of the timeline yeah. you know um okay so that's where we stick the book is called the secret history of twin peaks a novel by mark frost that's the next book that's the next episode we, we, we're gonna talk about this book yeah since books take a bit longer than shows we it don't know when while. it would be <laughs> but maybe it won't be as long we were just trying to sort out like what would be a good time for us to meet up and also and also that yes yeah yeah I don't know what I was going to say, so... I gotta get some food on me. My stomach's yeah, like, really my stomach's going nuts. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, you're amazing. Email us, and I'm going to hand this coffee to you, Eric. Oh, thank you. And we appreciate you guys sticking around, and, and thank you for your understanding about our, our long gaps between episodes. I'm sure you guys know life gets busy, and but we're always happy when you guys come and join us, and... Uh, uh, Normal just handed me. Do you have a glass for us to clinker? You're just giving me a glass. I, I gave you some coffee. Oh, right? thank you. Oh, oh, this so... coffee. I'm like really uh... warm right now, so I'm hoping that it's nice and chilled, refreshing coffee. I'm taking a sip and oh, <laughs> this coffee's hot, good and hot. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so bad at this. I forgot about the whole thing. There it is. I should have played that a while ago. It's been a while. You need to reread it too, right? The book? Yeah. I'm gonna reread it. Okay, okay I don't wanna I like. I might listen to it again. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that will count. Yeah, I don't wanna just take it so that you, you know, because I don't know when I'll be done. When there's there's like a long bit of quiet. Okay, we're done. That's our after credits. Yeah, yeah, that's the post credits. What does it mean? What does it mean?